Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borkas. I'm Sarah C. And we're here. We're here. We're barely here, but we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, busy night last night, and uh, I was traveling last week. Did you see I was in the airport bookstore? And I was looking, and I couldn't find either book. Wow. <laughs> I was actually going to put them out front, though, had I found them, and videotape it. But they they weren't there. Huh. So, I don't know. What else has been going on? Well, case cracked. We see Brittany has been in the sauna. Yeah. So, TBD. I guess it's wedding packed, or pregnancy packed it is. Yeah. We're all going to have to wait till next, what, November for baby watch? Yeah. 2020. I'm not going to be watching that long, so they already lost my attention. Yeah. Very dumb. Not that it's in their control. Like, maybe it's not in their control. I don't know. But if I were them and I was scheming for, like, how to get the most out of my 15 minutes of fame, which could possibly be running out soon, I would definitely try to be the first one to get pregnant. We're going to have a season of, like, four pregnant women, like... And they're going to make this whole like, <laughs> look at her cravings. And one's like in a bad mood or one's like, yeah, I don't know. Are we ready to watch that? I mean, it w- if they could pull it off, it'd be very entertaining and something that's never happened before. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, they seem very committed. So yeah, it could happen. All right. Well, what else has been happening? Um, a lot of you saw and probably some of you didn't saw on Bravo TV Insider, Jax had a little interview in there that was a little interesting. Okay, I, I had a question about, so what is Bravo TV Insider? I know, because they have the after show, those extra interviews they do. And it didn't look like like an after show, like little clip, because those are usually like very well put together. This didn't seem on that, that level. Oh, was it kind of like the Bravo TV Insider? Wasn't that kind of like when they toured the c- castle and picked out a room? Because that was something different too. But that was still filmed like beautifully. I did. I didn't think that this was. He was like on a green screen. Yeah, like like the sheet was like hanging up behind him, and, <laughs> and like the the producer or whoever was yelling at him, like that was like muffled and unprofessional and weird. Yeah, it was. It like was an unsettling feeling. Like it wasn't easy on the eyes. Oh, because they were they were really baiting him too, though. But they were. You could. It was muffled though. It was like mm, what did you really think about? It must have been something though, because he gave really good answers and he seemed to like he kind of like made remarks like well it's my job like I'm gonna give you the answer like he seemed like he was well at one point he actually said he's like come on I have to it's a game right I'm just playing the game that was like his response to everyone who's gonna be mad at him right it's just part of the cast members yes right okay so yeah go into it sorry well he kicked it off by first saying well I mean I love Sheena and Kristen I mean I love them I love them but I mean how pathetic come on just just be single. You're you're both pathetic. You're clingy. You just you need a man. That's all you do. Yeah. I mean, all you try to do is please a man. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's great. That's great. But come on. I mean, it's just like the backhanded combo. Oh, but I love you, but you're pathetic. Yeah. So that was them. And then someone said about, well, what what about Tom and Ariana? And he literally starts laughing, like, in that condescending. He's like, <laughs> Yeah, right. They're like, What what do you think about their relationship? <laughs> There is no relationship. Yes, Come on. So 
it kind of started out rocky for me that because I was like, I don't understand what's going on. But basically what the producer or whoever is producing this segment is asking him to weigh in on what he thinks of each of these couples and if they're going to last. So he brought out the single people first and slammed on them. Oh, and yeah. He then, said there's no way Sheena and her current boyfriend are going to last. Yes. Unfortunately, they're not going to last. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, then he went down the line and then the picture of Tom and Ariana pops up when they're in Kentucky on the little tractor on Brittany's farm. Um, And yeah, Jax was very rude. Yeah, he said there is no relationship. It's a joke. Um, You say again, she's a lesbian. Like, come on, Tom wants kids. She's not gonna have them. Like, come on, there's no relationship. But I'm, I'm old school. I'm old school. Like, he's like, I believe in a man uh, taking care of a woman. A woman doesn't work. That's just how I am. That's how I was raised. I'm like, oh, but uh, season one was just marathoning yesterday. And Stassi was talking about how she supported him for like three years. So where were your old school values then? Right. And he's like, well, it's just how I was raised. My parents raised me right. You know, my pa- well, well, if your parents are so great, why didn't you talk to your mom? And then he's like, everything was great up until the end. She's like, and you know, he was implying like his mom screwed things up or something. You could just hear mm-hmm. it. But he's like, but that's how we're going to be. He's like, even if we're miserable, nope, no divorce, no divorce. I don't care if we're miserable. That's how it's going to be. It's like, well, that's great. Raise your kids that way. Set a great example. Be miserable. But then like in the the same breath, he's saying that like he's like sitting there judging Tom and Ariana that may have like a different sort of relationship. But he's saying he would do the same thing if things went bad with him and Brittany, like he would still live there with her and do what he needed to do to not divorce. Like, isn't that the same thing? Yeah. If they're even doing that. I mean, that's operating off of his theory, you know, but I was just like, oh, okay, Jax. So then um, he went to Tom and Katie. Yeah. And that was even more offensive. It's, I mean, it, they, it's like, give him a bigger shovel. He's still digging. He's like, I mean, Tom, he's just, you guys know, he's the most easy guy or easiest, easygoing guy to get along with. Like, just no problem. No trouble. Well, Katie, you know, she's female. She's all hormonal and everything. It's like, she needs to lay off. And I'm just like, wow. Wow. Okay. Biology. Great. Because you're not hormonal at all. Steroid, like violent eruptor for no reason man that was insane it made me hate him even more so then um stassi and Bo. oh then the ass kissing begins with him just love Bo, love him Bo randall randall's great but then he did throw a little shade he's like i mean it's a little questionable there at the beginning you know because randall's got a lot to lose it's like, you know, we don't really know, like, he was implying something like Lala was maybe in it from the start as a gold digger. But now, now it's fine. It's like, yeah, because you're riding his coattails. Stassi and Bo, great, great. I'm in their wedding. Like, yeah, I, I felt like he made that comment about Lala and Randall to remind us that she wasn't in it authentically from the beginning. Uh-huh. She's just now on board and he's reminding her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you might be in, but I remember. Right. Like, I I know the real truth. So don't think you're getting one over on me. You may have convinced Randall, but I see. Yeah. I'm Um, never wrong about things on this show. Never been wrong. Never been wrong about one thing on this show. He did say that over and over. Yeah, he did. (laughs) God. At what point are we still tolerating him? Like, 
where are you guys fans? Like, why isn't everyone screaming to production and Bravo? Like, we don't want this fool anymore. He's past the point of making good trashy TV. Like, yeah, we all need that character. But right now he's just infuriating and a liar and a hypocrite and just, just horrifying. He's a horrible, horrible I I actually feel like I am in a state of it's been happening so much that I am now like just I don't even react anymore because like Sarah texted me and she's like this is insane and like I watched it and I was like like it it was it's just like it and and then I was like and then I stopped and I was like oh my god Holly like am I a Jax fan like why am I not appalled by this it is it's so bad and then I hear other cast members talk about him and they defend him and it's like how could you be Katie and still defend him how could you be Sheena and Kristen and still defend him and be his friend I don't understand like Ariana she's clearly not his friend so it's pretty amazing like I would really like to have friends that backed me up blindly like that must must be nice and you know he he doesn't do the same back for them you just heard what he said about all of them so what does he... He takes a is, jab any chance he can get. Like when Dana was complaining about Sheena, he doesn't even know Dana. And he always, you know, oh, he, him and Sheena, she's an original, but he's like takes the first chance to throw her under the bus. This is what I think would have to happen to Jax to like truly... Someone bigger is going to have to get mad at him. Like it, there's something so big is... I, huge things have happened and nothing has happened to Jax. He has said things on Twitter that have just, you know... Yeah. Gone. Like, no one. It, it, it's like it didn't happen. And it's like, but it did happen. We all have the proof. Um, but it's just crazy. Like, he's going to have to be taken out somehow because I think in the Vanderpump Rules world, to Andy, to Lisa, to the rest of the group, he is very, he's a very high up cast member that they do not want to lose, that they don't want to mess with because he brings it. I, I truly think he is the head honcho of the show. And that is why, like, Ooh. we kind of address that in this episode about everyone skating around him and Brittany and their feelings. It's a real thing. It is a real yeah. thing. I mean, because we don't, we're not tuning in to watch the politically correct show. We get that. Yeah. But at the same time, like how much, like when is it too far? You know, um, I, I saw everyone's comments about this episode before um, I watched it. And then I watched the episode and my takeaway from it was this was a really exciting episode in that you guys, we played a major part in this. They're letting us, the viewers, they're they're showing that we are getting to them. They're showing that like Brittany is bothered by comments. They're showing that our retweets work. They show that yeah. like our actions yeah. are now making it onto the show. And like to me, it felt so interactive. Yeah, it's like Kristen said that too. On I Danny's liked it. Podcast. I actually really, I was like, and it also made me think like, are we going to make it into the storyline for Kentucky? Yeah. Like Kristen said that on Danny's podcast interview that she has the alerts. So, and she reads all the comments because it's her job and it's like, Oh, okay. So you specifically didn't like the really nice comments sometimes said about you, Um, which is fair. Um, But yeah, I like that. And I obviously, when she said about 
the wedding, he's like, oh, there's trouble at the wedding. She's like, well, not at the actual wedding, but the festivities around, you know, the the three days before. Mm -hmm. So obviously. Yeah, if you guys haven't heard um, Kristen on Danny Pellegrino's podcast, the episode, the um, interview is really good. I was, I loved it. Yeah. Was super good. And Kristen is. We think we're going to be part of this plot line here. Because Kristen has, she doesn't know why, but there's another problem and meltdown. And we know she was freaking out over people in Kentucky and like, oh, they thought people are going to try and ruin the wedding. If they're writing into the storyline that Brittany was upset, people were making fun of her princess bridal shower. (laughs) Why wouldn't it be part of it that someone is filming her wedding before it's filmed? Right. Which is funny because, like, we have the receipts showing the cast doing the exact same thing. So it, but dude, if that happens, like, we are gonna have to be ready for war. Like, it's gonna be crazy. Well, we didn't do anything wrong. No, I had castle reservations in early December, and I have the receipts to prove it. And if you look on their social media, they didn't even announce their wedding date until. The, like, what, February or something? No, I mean, but I think that, like, we truly will have to prove everything that we did, which to our, like, our listeners, they already know that, but to everyone who would, like, just hear about it and the way that they would spin it would be very Mm -hmm. overwhelming. Well, prove everything we did and prove everything we didn't do. Exactly. Because there were, like, crashers. We were not the crashers. And I really think that we're going to, we need to prepare those episodes now because I I think it's coming and Mm -hmm. we should, and I, we need to, we went to Kentucky. We spent our time away from our families, away from work, everything to go and do this like for our listeners and for everyone. And I mean, like the fact that... How come it's okay to go and report on Megan and Harry or Kate and William's wedding? And we were so... This is our royal wedding. We were so respectful. Like if, if we had crossed the line once, I wouldn't be sitting here even like trying to prove a point. But we did... We didn't even talk to them. You know, we completely stayed out of the way. Yeah. So, um... But we'll get into that. And didn't film them. Mm-mm. We were sitting right next to them. Could have easily didn't record, didn't do anything. And there's a lot of stuff that we didn't say that we didn't say that we saw and stuff like that. And we, you know. Yeah. Anyways, you guys already know, but we will um, create that episode to clear up things because there are things circulating about us that are frustrating. So anyways, so that was that. Um I love that Screen Rant article. Um, yes. You guys go to ScreenRant.com. There's an article on, you know, five reasons people are Team Kristen, five reasons people are t- uh, Team Stasi, And they referenced us, so we appreciate it. So you go check out that article. It was fun. It's a fun read. Um, did you see Ariana and Tom were on the Ellen DeGeneres? It's like a sideshow, like a web show with like one of her assistant producers or interns or something does a little like web show oh cool so she played a little game with them like a little quiz game or whatever and um she asked ariana she's like name these girls in order from favorite to least favorite and she named all of the girls but she didn't include Brittany. okay so she said you know out of you know she uh sheena katie kristen stassi lala so ariana said favorite sheena then katie Okay. Then Kristen, then Stassi, then Lala. And at one point she goes, 
Um, Sheena, Katie, Lala. No, no, not Lala. Kristen, Stassi, Lala. Oh, wow. So she likes specifically even. Um, Sorry, guys. Corrected herself. Um. Oh, wow. I um. I wonder if like her. I mean, how would I ever know this? But I I wonder if her Katie answers about like their friendship and stuff like that is in relation to you know them being part owners of Tom Tom and needing to keep the peace there. Yeah. You know. So I noticed. So happy birthday, Kristen Doty, was yesterday, right? Yes. Now, at least as far as last time I checked, Katie and. Stasi had not posted anything. Oh, I did not. Because I saw like Sheena, Brittany, you know, when they do the little montage, like shout out to this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I specifically checked and they had not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of rude. You can't just say happy birthday. I mean, maybe they texted her. Who knows? Yeah. But I don't know. Little social media shout out won't kill anyone. No. Carter sure did his part. Oh, I didn't look at his. He did. He did like eight crazy um oh. posts for her saying that um she was that like she's talented she's beautiful she's dope she's this she's i mean like absolutely falling over himself wishing her a happy birthday it was very nice wow that's cool yeah did you listen to katie on lala and randall's podcast snippets i didn't get to listen to the whole thing yeah i haven't listened either yet but um from the snippets that i heard um, I don't know. I, I, I always like to hear them, you know, and it's, it's great hearing from them and hearing their perspective. Um, like one of the snippets that I heard, I think was on Randall's story or something or Katie's story. And she was talking about how, you know, we don't know their life. You know, we don't know, we don't see things. We don't know how it is and how she hates the trolls because we see five minutes of our lives. We, yeah. We see five minutes and, um, my biggest question, and I, I'm probably repeating myself because either I said this in my head or I said it last podcast, I don't know. But my biggest question, my number one question would be to any of them, if I got them on the podcast, would be Katie, like, let's say we have Katie sitting right here. I'd say, Katie, tell me, like, describe for me the perfect Vanderpump Rules fan. And I would like to hear what that looks like for them. Like what, how do we watch the show? Mm -hmm. How, like when we're sitting here watching your show that you created, which I mean, that's, they do, they work very hard on this show. How do they want us to watch it? Do they want us to just, we're sitting there with our friends and we laugh and love it? Do they want us to be there, you know, talking about the water cooler the next morning and discussing it? Like, what do they because I feel like they're so angry about how we view it, but it's a reality show that is about judging each other. Like that's literally what it's right. based on. Like they sit there and rip each other apart. They're friends. Yeah. But they're showing parts of they're showing they're exposing these parts of their lives that happen in in friendships yeah. that we should talk about. They are don't they want us to talk about it? Isn't that why they are like doing this art form so we talk about it? But then they don't want us to talk about it. Yeah, and Katie actually said herself to Dana, remember her and Sassy sitting there at the party, and she's like, well, you just got to make sure, that, Sarah, that you're uh, part of the gossip because if you're not the one gossiping, you're being gossiped about. You've got to be up on your shit talking. Yeah, 
And then couple that with how Stassi and Christian, and Christian said it again on Danny's podcast, how they just love getting together and like judging other people, shit talking and other. That's like I, their I, favorite that's, pastime. That's what I mean. Like I, I feel like if and like when you see them, like a, how often do you see them all promoting another show? They're like, oh, we're all sitting here watching blah 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 and um they're sitting there watching it just how we do how each one of you listening to this podcast it's how we sit there watching the show yeah but then they turn around and judge us for watching the show and saying something so i just like if they were to paint the perfect viewer like what does that look like do they want us always to say positive things because it would be helpful to know that like Mm -hmm. of course they want positive but you know what i mean like what Oh, yeah, I've heard them judge people like on Southern Charm. I'm wondering if that's why they're always referencing friends because you don't hear a lot of people. There will be people that stand up and go, I don't like friends. I don't get it. I don't care. But that's about the most critical that you will hear about friends. Mm -hmm. No one's like, I think that, um, you know, the character of Rachel is shitty. And I think that Jennifer Aniston is a horrible actress. Like you never hear anyone say that. They just don't. Or maybe they do, but like that's I, I sometimes do. That's not like the biggest. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. No, I like, I, and I wonder if that's why they keep referencing Friends because like they, they yeah. that's how they want us to watch the show. I I don't know, but it's not. That's not the show. <laughs> no, not even close. No, but yeah, she was doing that with to Sandoval too. Like, um, you are just like Jon Snow, and Jon Snow's problem is so she's judging Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, right? Like she's judging fictional people like how is it and i've heard them like have their opinions on some of the other bravo shows where they're judging some of the characters and it's like yeah because you're watching a reality show and you're really getting into it and that's what it's about if you're not watching the same thing you're not watching a reality show and judging it i mean (laughs) you're doing something wrong well just what like that's what I, that's my question like what does that viewer look like i'm just curious like i'm not trying to be a bitch like watch it however you want but well and some reality shows are actually the whole point is to judge like idol the voice top model the whole point is to judge <laughs> and i mean in the way that it's produced and the way that this this show is edited they are giving us the bait the hook, the line. They want us, they absolutely want us engaged. They want us tweeting. This is the show. This is what, this is what they deal with, but yet they are complaining about it. So like in a dream world, like where they get a taste of their own medicine, it would be that none of us talk about it and we don't tweet them and it just goes silent and it's silent and they're like, what happened? You know? Yeah. Well, what do you like? What, which do you want? I don't know. Well, think about Stassi's uh, whole tagline of her podcast, because that's what I do best. Judge. judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you want to, well, first I want to do a, sh- a shout out. Happy birthday to Greer V R and Lisa M H. <laughs> Sometimes we both two names. So <laughs> happy birthday. I hope you guys had a great one. Happy birthday. Do you want to talk about a see you next Tuesday last night? Yes. So Sarah and I went to see you next Tuesday. With we a did- one day notice. I don't know why they continue to do all these events and then promote it for one day. Yeah, Sarah texted me and she's like, they're doing See You Next Tuesday. And she like didn't pressure me at all. Like this is what's awesome about Sarah is she doesn't pressure me. And I was I responded back and I was like, you know what? Like, let's go. Ronnie's on ski week right now. So she's off. Like it just it was like the perfect storm of we could 
take one for the team and head up to LA, you know, after work or whatever. So um, we made our plan and then we were looking at like the way the social media was being presented and we just got the idea that it would be really funny to create a t-shirt idea and um, I like we were texting. We're like, wouldn't that be cool if we could do it? Well, Sarah made it happen in like, what, 12 <laughs> hours? Yeah, it was like 430 on Monday. And Holly's like, oh, it'd be cool if we could wear our Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill t-shirts, which we haven't made. You know, we have the logo. We created a meme, but we haven't created any merchandise. And I'm like, yeah, like, what if there's some kind of same day screen printing? And Holly's like, I'll look into it. I'm like, I'll Google it. Like I was in like at Legoland and um, there was just like no way I could do it. And Sarah like researched it. She went and she got the shirts like she did. She made it happen. And um, yeah, I came over to pick her up at, you know, eight o'clock the next night. And she had the shirts and you guys, they are like beyond you. The looks that we were getting, like, first of all, like, People thought that we were someone. I will tell you that. Like they, I, I think like they were like, who are these girls? Not because like the shirt, like, oh, wow. Like, what is that? Like, I think they, like it looked legit. It and looked, because we both had the same shirt on just different color. Yeah. It looked like some kind of official, you know, your eyes naturally goes like my eyes don't go to a t-shirt, but when there's two of the same walking together, you're like, oh, what is that? You know, just your eyes go there. Also, like, I feel like the eyes go there with, like, the picture. So um, it says Katie Maloney's Bar and Grill. And then in the middle of the circle is the picture of her eating the piece of the iceberg lettuce. Oh, it was so funny when I picked it up from the screen printer. The lady was like, I mean, I'd given the photo to the sky. And then when the, I went and this lady gave it to me, she was showing him to me. I was like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, no, it looks good because I'm kind of embarrassed. She's like well, this is a very interesting design. It's like, hmm. Like she was waiting for me to explain it. I was like, yep, just something funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to go into it because yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get it. And uh, it would have been funny if she's like, oh, Katie? <laughs> and one of the funniest things about the logo to me is like the colors that you picked because it's so classic, like a classic bar and grill. Like that the Irish I, pub. Yes, yeah. I can't even handle it. Um, so anyway, so we drive to WeHo in our shirts and um, the start time was 9 p.m. So we knew we were going to get close. Awesome. No traffic. Great drive up. Great parking right in the alley. We parked in the alley, which there we've parked there once before and we've been there a lot. So that's there, saying something. There was actually several spots. Yeah, there was like five. Yeah. So and in total, there's like seven spots. So that's <laughs> that should tell you about how packed it was. Yeah. Mm. So we get there and we go in through the back. We go in through the back and because that's you know that's just how we enter a place now. I my mouth like almost flew open when I saw the amount of people there. It was the same amount of people that we saw. When we walked to Sir, like on a random night, and we're like, "Oh my gosh, where did all the people? Where go? did all the pe- poor Guillermo? Like something." Yeah. Well, that's how it happened. Guillermo where texted uh, James. Um, he was like begging him. He's like, "Hey, brother, are you in town? Can we do a see you next Tuesday?" Like, I think he's hurting. I think he's got like spring break to pay for or something. It's tuition. Well, um, 
you know, and for for you guys that maybe don't live here and you're wondering, like, you know, what's the vibe like at Sir? The vibe at Sir is exactly like what you see on TV. Like, it's purple and dark and, like, it's cool, especially if it's your first time. Like, it's like, wow, this is so cool. But the vibe with James Kennedy versus, like, another DJ, because they have a DJ there every time. I've never been there when there's not a DJ. Mm-hmm. And there's regular DJs that are just like spinning, you know, the music's okay, but like you don't think about it you or don't anything. don't even realize they're back there. Right. Yeah. With James, like there truly is a different vibe. Um, Presence. Yeah. yeah. And usually like a different type of crowd. So I get how Guillermo is addicted to that feeling. <laughs> it's just like I mean I would want that in there too, especially after dinner closes and stuff like that. Like you ha- otherwise he would have to close the bar because it, there would be three people there. Yeah. So yeah, and there, there wasn't many more than that. No. And to be fair, like we were there early and then it did get a little bit better, but nothing on the level that we have seen before. Right. Like I would say like just to give like an example of like, let's say on a bumping night, like there would be 50 people standing there. Well, it's totally crowded yeah. and you couldn't even move this. And if you're carrying a drink, your drink is spilling all over the place. This we were able to a get a drink, B walk <laughs> around and um, C go right up to James. There was no one. Usually there's people wanting pictures or requesting. No, we just walked up. We're like, hey, James. And we're like, like our shirts. And I he he, he wasn't that. I think because Katie had been so supportive that day, like, oh, good job, brother. Okay, yeah. So backing up a little bit. So we thought we were so smart with the t-shirt ideas. (laughs) And we're like, this is it. Like, um, this is going to be like the picture that makes us go viral. Like, or we'll stand there with our shirts and James and he'll point and laugh at it. And like, well, Well, had it been like another time? Oh, totally. So then that day at like 10 in the morning or something, Katie like responded to his Instagram and was like, Hey, brother, so happy that you're back at Sir. And then he responded like, thank you so much, Katie. That means so much coming from you. Like basically this whole like, you know, Kristen and Ariana storyline of them, you know, making up. And it was like, wait, are you like. Yeah, the storyline she made up last year about like what accusations and in, insinuating he did something illegal. And then she was like, hashtag consent, you know, like. Yeah. So what happened to that? In a way that like dampened our, but like I still wore it proud. Like it was, it's it's so good. And um, the first person that came up to me was like this guy who was like so excited to be there for James. He was so fun. Like he was dance. Thank God he was there for James because he was, I was like, I, I whispered to him. I'm like, are you James's hype man? Like I literally <laughs> thought that James brought a hype man, which Usually he does have like a lot of people around him and he didn't on this night. Yeah, he had no entourage. No. Like, usually he's got like Grant, that bachelor, hanger on her. He's got Raquel. He's got some of his bros. Yeah. Um, Bulk Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those people are usually there supporting him. And um, later in the night, a bunch of them got off working at Sir and went in there to support him. But um, at the time, yeah, he was completely by himself. So Sarah's like, go like go show your shirt go show your shirt and I was like I can't I can't I can't do it I can't like go and like and the other thing was on the shirt like 
it's right at our boobs yeah you know and so it was like to show like you like literally have to like prop your like like erect your chest and be like here it is so it's all smoothed out yeah um so but anyways so he looks at the shirt and he's like oh cool yeah but then he was like what are your names and he extends his hand for like a handshake and i'm just like how many times are we get, do we have to do this? You know what? Like, I'm so tired of fucking Max and Guillermo and even Peter sometimes. I'm like, you know, although, what is it Annabelle said? Like, she met Peter like 12 times and he still never remembers her. Yeah. So it's like, how many times do I have to meet you people? Like, I don't know. It's it's fine. But he's like, oh, nice to meet you. And he's like, what are your names? And I just so badly wanted to say peasant. But I felt bad because <laughs> no one was there and I didn't really want to ruin his night or get shit started and have him feel all like, and then I'll, I didn't want to get kicked out or anything. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I did want to say that, but I didn't. I held my tongue next time. So anyways, that was that. It was pretty boring. You didn't hold your tongue though. You did say it. Not to him. But you said it like right there. Oh, <laughs> you totally did it like it was like i was like holly and you're like oh well we've met you before like you didn't say it rude or anything but yeah. you're like no we've met you james and he's like oh good to see you again you, you didn't remember oh i don't he re- totally snapped that back he's like well good to see you again like <laughs> i'm like okay i'm surprised you'd be like expect me to remember every little fan that comes up to me no but like he snapped back oh like, i think i missed that yeah, uh. <laughs> which isn't surprising. <laughs> I was a little uh, Tom Schwartz influenced oh my last gosh. night. Just having a good time. I mean, I was creating content because otherwise I can be a real bore. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, that was fun. The other person lingering and hanging around. Now I have a question. You guys like work in the restaurant industry. When you're not working, do you hang around your workplace? Cause like, that's what Brett was doing. And you could tell he was loving it. He was just all smiles and like talking to people. New Brett. That's what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Um, I personally, like I, that is kind of normal, I think, but I think that it, uh, I mean, I used to hang out where I worked, but I think that like if you get off your shift and you're hanging around and wait for others to get off maybe, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I haven't Do you worked. think he was like on the clock? No, he was totally. Yeah, he was just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. But I I mean, I'm sure that like it is like he wants to be seen. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's why he was there. And he was loving it. But I think that it like had he not been there, there would have been hardly anyone there. So um, because a a lot of people were coming and they're like, is Raquel here? Is um, Sheena here? Like people were definitely looking for people and straight up missing him. Like they didn't even notice him Mm -hmm. at all. Um, Some people didn't even notice James. You know, they're like, Mm -hmm. who's he's on the show? You know. (laughs) So people come into the restaurant at sir and they're like they are looking for the show but like if they aren't big viewers of the show they're like who is it and like they're just like looking at everyone that's why when we were walking around in our shirts there's also something about like when you've been there a lot like you can you walk around with a little more authority than other people have and that mm-hmm. really throws them off because chad when he came with me was like 
oh my god holly like you know where to go and like you like you know and i'm like i no one said anything to me like I, he like thought i was like a celebrity walking in there and all i did was like show him where the bathroom was but yeah. people are so scared to walk around that place so if you do that with any sort of like yeah like knowing where to go people are like looking at you like who's that like who's who's that i was talking to a couple at the bar and they were all excited like the guy didn't watch, but the girl did. He's like, well, I'm here because she does. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, did you want to get a picture of one of the cast? She's like, I just got one with Peter. I'm like, oh, you did? Oh, good. I'm like, okay, well, is there anyone else you want one with? And I'm like being like the tour guide, like yeah. cruise director. I'm like, what am I doing? But she's like, oh, no, it's great. Thank you so much. And then like they were leaving and they like stopped me and they're like, hey, see you later. I was like, I completely forgot. It's like, who are you guys again? I'm like, oh, that's right. I talked to you at the bar. I was going to like hook you up because apparently I'm a a, a local see, and I work there. See, you're just like James. Like you didn't remember them talking to you. <laughs> I did. I just forgot. But yeah. <laughs> Once I looked at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Holly, when you get this many uh, big of a following, it's just part of the game. Okay. You, ha- you can't yeah. fault James. You can't fault me. That's just the level we're at now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Anyways, um, then, okay, so who else was there? So then I think while I was doing that, you were out in the back and saw Dana working. Yeah, Dana was working and she was, you know, schmoozing at the little half bar, you know, halfway in between the bathrooms or whatever. Um, and Brett had moved back there. So it was like Brett, her, and... Um, so I, I passed her as I went out into the alley. I went to the bathroom and then I went to the alley. Oh, because I was texting Paul. I was texting Paul to mm-hmm. see if he was coming to watch James DJ. And I just stepped out to, um, you know, text or whatever. And then as I was walking back in, I saw that Dana was um, pulling her like personal items out of her locker which I've been to Sir a trillion times and I never saw this little locker column before. I can't believe I didn't get a picture of it. <laughs> it was, they're these tiny little like full on high school lockers, like way smaller than one you get in junior high or like a gym locker, a gym mm-hmm. locker. And um, yeah, she was pulling her items out of there and I was just like, wow, all right. They use little lockers. Cool. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Like, I don't know why that was so like such a little trivia thing but i'd never seen it yeah um okay well that was then okay so then james started like pumping it up and holly and i were dancing with like one other person right on the dance floor Mm -hmm. yeah james's hype man guillermo came over and was like filming it like at an above angle like look at see you next tuesday's back it's pumping i was like there may have been like a couple like the couple people behind us like gathered around the bar that was brett and his people yeah um but we're highly heavily featured in guillermo's ig story (laughs) sir films so differently than how it truly is irl because there was maybe 12 people in that entire bar and yeah it looks different because everyone just scooted forward um for the shot Mm -hmm. and yeah and he i saw the angle that he did it was very smart yeah um, and I, I really think that James was very, um, aware of like the crowd too. And like that he was just feeling nervous that there wasn't a lot of people or I don't know, like the, it just, the energy was a yeah. little off. Yeah. A little nervous energy. And he seemed, he was definitely sober. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's, In the beginning. But then when we walked back, he wasn't, oh. I mean, he was high. He wasn't drunk or anything, but okay. he was definitely high. Okay. 
Well, then we went out to the patio and talked with Ryan Bailey for a bit, and he did a little man on the street interview with us. So look out for that on his podcast. It's so good. It's bad. It's so bad. It's good. Shit. Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. Yes. With Ryan Bailey. Yes. I'll get that right next time, Ryan. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so that was fun talking to him, catching up with him. We met him last year at our premiere party, and we will probably be uh, collaborating further with him. Um, so that was fun, like just trading stories. And he was like, God, there's no line. And we're like, yeah, it's kind of sad. Like, you almost did feel for James, like, is his ego being hurt right now? But it did pick up later. It did. Yeah. And it, and it usually does. Like, it, sometimes he's, he starts off and like, he does his like little weird songs that you've never heard of, or it's just music. It, like, he, he's got to get up on the bar, he needs to play his hits. And that's when it really pops off. Yeah. And people love it. So so during that, since it was slow and we kind of already been like, nah, Ryan had said, well, what do you think of the new expansion of TomTom? Tom? And we had said we hadn't been there yet since the expansion. So he's like, oh, you got to check it out. So we walk over to TomTom Tom and see the whole new expansion. And I love it. It it actually makes the bar comfortable now because there's so much more room and it's spacious mm-hmm. and big and it's beautiful. And I'd like to see it in the day. Yeah. I mean, it's gorgeous like there's um there's like trees in the middle of it there's i mean it's the color is just gorgeous like by having like both sides open for some reason like it's so much whiter like there's so much more like white featured and um you truly can see like what nicolaine's vision was not that you could i mean it was gorgeous before but now it is on a whole nother level of i mean lisa really leveled up on this one like it doesn't compare to sir pump nothing like this is like nothing i've ever seen like it's straight out of like a magazine. I did. Yeah. And it's so I've much never more been... spacious and comfortable. Like you don't have to walk through single file now. Yeah. It was like very comfortable. And I also really appreciate it. So we got there. I would say we were there at like 1030 10. or so. Yeah. And we walked in the front and, um, you know, they did check our IDs because we look so underage. Yeah. And then um, the the security guy or whatever he was, he was sitting at the hostess desk, but he was cool. He's like, yeah, go ahead. Like, it's open. Either side is open. Have a great time. And I really like... That's the first time that's ever before happened. Before, when we've gone there, it's um, been super uncomfortable because they're like, dinner or drinks, dinner or drinks. Um, and I'm sure because they're controlling, um, yeah. you know, they had so little space, but they never explained that. So it came off very unfriendly. Yeah. And like, you were like they were doing you a favor by letting you into their bar. And for some reason that just gave me a yucky taste in my mouth. This. And then you're smashed into a tiny little yes. table that doesn't fit anything. Yes. And like, and the menu that you can't hold the menu and like, right. like just a lot of things felt off. You can't hold the menu without like assaulting your neighbor. But this was like a completely different experience. Like I tried the new bathroom. The bathroom is like upstairs. It's there's like four stalls. It's bigger than the one downstairs. Hmm. Um, and it's just cool. I mean, the vibe was just so different for me. Like I was, and then we had like this awesome bartender that was just so nice, you know, attentive, got us everything. Like things like that makes such a difference. His name's Chris and he like, let's all rally to get him on the show because he was fun, interesting, good looking, a great, uh, great at his job. Yeah. Which is 
you know, not always our experience at, I wouldn't say Tom Tom, but like, sir, you know, I will say it's the best service we've ever had at Tom Tom. Yeah, it really like it. I'm not asked like, and we do not ask for a lot. I feel like all we're asking for is like, um, like, sir, like just like the basic things, like bring us our menu, take our order, get our drink, like see if we want a refill. I don't know. Like, drop our check on time, like small things like that. But I just, what was so great about him is he just like went out of his way to like conversate with us a little bit more than normal. Or like he told us like a couple of, you know, like, I don't know, like he showed us a couple things on the menu that we hadn't seen and stuff like that, or gave us like some history on, you know, some of the drinks and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Um, it just makes you feel special, you know, and of course, they're not always going to have time to do that. It was pretty dead at that point, but it was mm-hmm. it was really nice. So I wanted to film some of it and I was walking around and then I was walking then to to the new garden extension. But then I noticed that there's a connector to the old garden part. But it was like roped off, but it was empty, but it looked really pretty. So I wanted to like just take a picture of it. Well, Schwartz was standing there talking with the table and he's like, oh, you can go in. You can go in. Help yourself. Go take pictures. Like super nice. Like I didn't ask him. I was like, oh, no, I'm like, I've been in there. I'm like, it just looks really pretty right now. He's like, oh, so then I start talking to him while he's still at this table. He's standing at the table just like talking. And I don't really remember. I know we were talking about Minnesota. I don't really remember much beyond that. Um, But he was very nice. And I do remember pulling my jacket closed so that he didn't see my t-shirt. Oh my gosh. Because I don't yes. want to be disrespectful. Um, and I don't think he saw it because he was very, very nice. Yeah. I mean, part of me like wanted him to see it because I think he <laughs> may have gotten a kick out of it. But I, I mean, I also did not want to be disrespectful I, I either. Think, and I think if it didn't have the lettuce picture, it would be, it'd be funny. He'd laugh. Yeah. The lettuce picture though... It's iconic and like yeah. uh, we're making fun of it, but it's also like one a favorite moment. Yeah, like, it's not like a the, trust me. I could have put the purple Barney dinosaur picture up there if I wanted to be mean. This is just a funny moment that everybody remembers. Yeah, and it like truly it goes with the bar and grill. It yeah, because it's yeah. food. Uh, yeah, yeah. And anyways, so then I went and sat back down and. I had a drink. Holly got the buffalo cauliflower, which I tried to saute up today. And you're right. It didn't work. It didn't? (laughs) No. Oh. Because, it, you know, it's so uneven. So, like, one part was getting burnt, but then the other parts that couldn't lay flat, you know, were still soggy. Oh. So, maybe if I put it in the oven. Yeah, maybe the oven. Um, But I still ate it. Yeah. Uh, and that was what else happened there. Oh, we talked to another employee, but we're not going to name this person. Um, someone that's been there since the beginning. And they were saying, actually, speaking of Katie, that she's pretty rude and not nice at all. Like when she comes in, like to them, to the staff, to anybody. Yeah. And this was really shocking because, I mean, that is like you know, a part owner's wife. So for this person to mention that I thought was like, I was shocked and on, you know, like diva level. Yeah. And it just made me wonder, like, like, I wonder what she's being rude about or, um, like, I, I, like, 
is she it just saying sounds like kind of entitled and like dismissive like you're the like, help is she like i need a table now in the back like bring me the cauliflower bites or like yeah like i wonder how or if she's just super dismissive or something like that you know where like she just like you're the help yeah. i'm not yeah yeah i think yeah i mean that's horrible i i feel like as someone in in her position it, she should try to model herself after lisa and how lisa says hello to everyone and you know mm-hmm. i've never heard anyone say that about lisa that she's like that yeah i don't know right anything else happen there before we go back to sir um no <laughs> Besides me, completely annoying Holly. <laughs> you guys saw one video of her putting the hand up in my phone and like her face. She's just like, God, you're annoying. And I'm like, I know. Well, I didn't realize either that like when I was videoing, it like turned the spotlight on. That wasn't my intention, but I didn't realize it till she pointed it out. I'm like, no, yeah. I told you in the beginning, you're like, I don't care. And then you went on <laughs> for like two minutes. I know. I looked today. And I'm like, oh, I have a lot of videos. <laughs> Shoot. And yeah. then Tom Schwartz is in one waving because clearly I, the spotlight's shining in his face. I was actually taking it of the, the place. He was, he was very aware of any time that someone put their camera up to like take a photo. Like he like always like, I mean, and I'm sure that that like gets super frustrating when people are like secretly taking a photo and that's not what Sarah was doing. Like she was very openly recording, Yeah, but he was very aware of that. Um, just like that's why she mentioned like that he was he was talking to a table, but he felt Sarah's presence like come back with her phone and he had to turn around and say something to her because he couldn't let it go. So I feel like, like he's, friendly. What do you mean? Say something to me because he saw you recording and yeah. he was going to acknowledge that like so that's like that he's was- like that he's talking to someone and he'll talk to you later. Like I feel like he like that's what he's like managing as he's like, OK, like. Oh, good to see you. Yeah, go ahead. Like he, he acknowledges everyone, but he's like very, mm-hmm. you know, he's managing how like you're recording him or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I wasn't recording him though. He started talking to me, telling me I could go into that room. And I said, Oh no, I don't need to. I've been in there. I just, it looks really pretty right now. And then he, he was just nice. And then we just started quickly talking and I was saying, Oh, I'll let you get back to your table. He's like, Oh, I'll come talk to you guys later. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. he did that, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, so we go back to Sir. Yes. And we see Peter, and again, did did didn't did he remember? (laughs) It's like just without us telling him. Well, (laughs) so this is what happened. This is Sarah and I have like different approaches, like because I like I just say hi to everyone and like they will pretend that they know me and like I'm good with that but like Sarah like to point it out yeah <laughs> like Sarah like reminds the person and remember then, we podcasted here with you in person yeah um he yeah, act- I did that to Max too he and- acted like he knew but I don't think he did he was just gonna play along or something but, then but it, it clicked later yeah and then he like came then he was like so into it and like wouldn't like leave us alone and was like can I come on again so Peter wants to come on again you guys um promote his candle yeah um busy working on those so and then um and then there was another moment between um sarah and peter where she was like i love that one pose that you did with you know reminisce (laughs) reminisce it remembrance rembrandt and and peter was like cocked his head and was like what 
<laughs> and you're and Sarah's like, you know, the one where you like you're like this and like it's like every pose that he does. So he was confused and couldn't reference it. She's like, you know, the one with the can and he's like, Oh, the one with the candle, you know, but like it was like how do you know like just play along. Like Peter like does not let things go. He's very serious about like he takes himself very seriously. So he takes being a groomsman very seriously. Right. So to like crack a joke to him, you have to like really explain it and then like give him credit for it because yeah. <laughs> he doesn't it's like flying right over his head and it's like it's difficult to Cuz cuz then once he gets it then he'll be like, "Yeah, that's what Peter does." <laughs> exactly. Yes, he wants to laugh yeah. with you, but like he he needs to like fully get what you're saying. Yeah. And it's not in like it's it's actually bizarre like it's like he truly was like trying to remember what pose she was talking about (laughs) oh well so we were talking to him and then we were talking to jesse montana and even as we were like talking to jesse then peter leaves and he's like hey guys bye call me call me so that's cool yeah um so we're talking to jesse and that was fun catching up with him i was explaining my theory how I don't understand why they just didn't go with new people that were already in the friend circle because that would be more organic storyline wise. And they all go do, you know, festivals together and support each other's shows. And James and Jesse tour a lot together. So it just makes more sense. Not to mention, like, it would provide uh, some of the things we've all been saying, like us, other listeners, and other podcasts represent someone in the LGBT community besides. You know, Ariana now just and Dana coming out um, officially, but like here, Jesse's been working here this whole time, and yeah, and so, anyways, so he was fun, and he's as always very nice. He said he's dropping a new song, and it's called Fake Friends, and we won't say more about it, but it's gonna be juicy, and it's uh, based on real shit. Yeah, and he um, just and, dropped a full a album, person. too. So check out, he's got some new music. So check it out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that song. But yeah, he's <laughs> so nice, though, and was so much fun to talk to. And again, like, I just, I feel like if I ever became famous or like even was on a show or anyone ever wanted to come up to me, I would hope that I acted like like Jesse, you know, just like taking the time to talk to someone and giving them a mm-hmm. second to, you know, like Sarah was sharing her ideas for like on the cast members. Like he sat there and he listened and he, you know, went back and forth with her. Like it was just, it's just nice. Like. Like he stood there and like talked to us like it's it's <laughs> that must be really annoying, though. Let me tell you how I think your show should go. <laughs> while the new cast members are standing behind you like sarah is like talking about brett standing right there and i'm just like oh god oh I god i don't care oh yeah we saw max at uh at tom tom as well he wasn't really friendly or anything no actually i he's, would almost say unfriendly yeah looked at us weird and he's just he's not um what i i, I guess we've seen him but he's just 
different in person than I. He's a little dismissive. I I felt like he was wondering who we were. Like that was like the first look that we he gave us, and then the second one was like when he walked away was very dismissive. Like mm-hmm. I don't care. Like you're not important enough for me to yeah. ask how you like as a manager. Like how what Schwartz does. Like is he'd be like, hey, hope you guys had a good time. Thanks for coming in. You never get that from Max. I've never yeah. got that. And from he was Max. standing there half the time with talking to the bartender we were talking to. So you're standing there anyways. We're the only ones at that bar pretty much. Or like, like one example would be like, um, our bartender was like, can you get a place setting for me? And like, so Max went and got it and like brought it over rather than giving it to us and saying like, Hey, like how's everything going? He gave it to the bartender to give to us. Like that's the, <laughs> the sort of like yeah. disconnect that you're seeing. And it's like, dude, like, yeah. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. All right. Anything else happen? Um, I'm thinking. No, I think that's it. I wanted it to, to, to take better notes on the night. Um, and like, cause there was some good, if I think of something, I'll, I'll remember. I just went through my camera roll. Yeah. And I found some interesting pictures. I can't figure out where that ass picture came from. <laughs> it's very bizarre. And it's in between like live shots in Sir. So it must have just been like, you know, when you're walking and it accidentally, but it ends up looking, looked weird. Yeah. It's funny. All right. Well, let's get in the episode. But first, I want to tell you guys about our new sponsor, Mod Cloth. Um, maybe some of you have heard of them. Um, I had a good time checking out their website and all uh, the clothing that they have to offer. So what Mod Cloth is, it's um, a company that designs vintage-inspired pieces that they've really made current and relevant right now. They Their designs are crafted by a team of in-house designers um, with signature styles, including like hand-drawn prints, unexpected silhouettes that you, you know are unique, you don't find everywhere, and a really inclusive size range so that every woman can find something that works for her. Um, since they do offer, you know, so many different classic styles, it's really any kind of piece you're going to get never goes out of style. Especially, right. I mean, I love vintage stuff. Uh, vintage inspired, but, you know, something that you can wear currently that fits right and that sort of thing. Um, I went on their site and you could shop by category. So, you know, dresses, you know, your usual but it gets really specific too. So like even within dresses, it's like, do you want a work dress? Do you want a cocktail dress? Do you want a bridal dress? Do you want a prom dress? Do you want a casual dress? Do you want a flirty dress? It's like so many different categories. And then you can search by silhouette, which I like this because I have a specific type of dress I like to wear. Um, you know, I don't like long maxi dresses, but I don't want to fit one. I like a little flare. So you could do shop by A-line or shop, um, shop by fit or flare, or shift dress. Um, Yeah, so many different options, as well as, you know, style and fabrication, like, oh, I'm looking for a lace dress, or I'm looking for a a statement dress, or, you know, a specific vintage style, um, vintage inspired dress. So super flexible. They had, like, so many products up there. I was a little blown away. I, I wasn't expecting that, and I liked a ton of it. So I currently have several items in the shopping cart, but I wasn't done. So I will let you know when I get them. Um, but so far, so good. I like it was easy to figure out like size and fit and what they look like um, on different people. So you guys can try it out. You'll get 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. 
um, including sale items too. So just go to modcloth.com and enter code PUMPERS at checkout. Um, The promo code cannot be combined with other offers, but try it out. Modcloth is M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H.com and enter code PUMPERS for 15% off your order of $100 or more. Nice. All right, so what do you think of the episode? Um... I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to process it. Like, I just watched it like an hour ago and I drove straight over here. So I feel like I'm going to like really work through it with you. Okay. Um, there was a couple scenes that <clears throat> I was just frankly bored through. So when I watched oh, it. Oh, some I, I, like I said, not taking notes on this. Yeah. So when I rewatched it today, um, I, because I watched it for pleasure and then I watched it a second time to take notes and I just skipped through the scenes. I'm like, I, I got nothing to say here and I'm not interested. And I literally fast forwarded. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need another, I need a second watch, but um, overall, like I said, I, the excitement came from the fact that I'm liking that our presence on social media is being felt and like they're not ignoring it anymore because before it, they used to beat around the bush and talk about things. Mm-hmm. It's I'm still a little frustrated that they're not telling the whole story. So I feel like people that only watch the show, they're getting a piece of the story, which I think is like truly what the cast complains about where they're like, you only see a couple of seconds of the show. It's like, you're right because there's a whole nother story on social media. There really is. And we have all the receipts to prove it. Mm-hmm. And once you piece it together, there's really no getting around any of this. Right. So that is a little bit frustrating. And I was also frustrated last week when they didn't even mention the most important part of the Randall Lala 50 cent thing. They didn't say the word Fofty. That really bothered me. Yeah. Like they should have said like you can't tell the story and not like give the punchline. Unless he trademarked it already. Like, I think he did. He, I I really think he did. Yeah. Like, I know he said he did, but it's like, you can't do it overnight. It's a process. Yeah. But so maybe they but didn't they, say it because of that. But they also, yeah, they, they didn't want to. Yeah. Risk it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The social media thing. I did like how they brought it um, up about the Watch What Happens episode. And they flash back to that. And how she's like, I've only seen one comment. And it's like, mm. Yeah, but like Sandoval says, you know, well, how come I'm the person least on social media and I saw at least five? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they really caught her in a lie and she was just, but I mean, like Ariana said it nicely. It's, that's kind of how the, the scene opens is she's saying, I think Brittany tries really hard to stay in denial and not, and pretend not to see the truth, really. Yeah, and I feel like that is, like, the theme of this episode, you know, is, like, it really goes, I mean, they they could not have, uh, we we go hard at the editors and the producers of this show a lot. I'm going to give them credit on this episode. This really turned into a beautiful story from the princess bridal shower <laughs> to referencing, like, how a princess possibly has her head in the clouds and wants all these things just to go away and wants her fairy tale. She's got the castle. She's got, like, she, it, it, yeah. they really wrapped this present up well for us. And, you know, it's, it's a home run. So, yeah. so Ariana comes back to work at Sir, which this, they start, I, 
this is a really hard storyline for me. I'm having a very hard time with it. Do I support what Ariana is going through right now? Absolutely. I love that she's talking about what she's going through and that she is getting out of the house and pushing forward. And like, she's like literally showing us the process of like getting up and trying, like taking it one day at a time. I love that. Do I like that we're showing that she's going back to sir and bartending? It's a very hard pill to swallow for me. Mm -hmm. So that was like my first thought when I saw this. Then Dana comes up and they have a conversation that this was, you know, their first um, L.A. Pride where they both are out as bi. Um, Now, I realize they had to set this up. They had to set up that not only is Brittany and Jax offending everyone who's watching, they're also offending two of the cast members. And one that's in the wedding. One that's in the wedding. Yeah. So. So imagine... Um, like Jake, I'm going to say this because Jack's brought it up in his confessional. He's like, it's not like I'm like joining the KKK or something, but it's like, okay, Jack's imagine like, what if your pastor and you know, he's not as far as I know. Um, what if your pastor was in the KKK and you had a person that they persecuted against in your bridal party? Like, don't you think you would be like sensitive to that and maybe be make another choice, but because, like no one in your wedding party, according to you, is affected. People should just get over it. And Sandoval's an asshole for bringing it up. It's like you don't have to know someone or have someone right there in order f- for it to be right or wrong. Is, um, yeah, it's kind of like how they didn't invite James to Peter's birthday party to protect Jax. Right. You know what I mean? Like they like it's this because he's so fragile. Yeah. Poor little Jax. They don't want to, you know, and then Jax is like, oh, I don't care. You know, like he's like real tough. Like after the <laughs> fact, after he's been disavowed, he's like, well, it's your birthday. It's like, Peter, what do you got? This, uh, you want to be in my groomsmen? Are you support me or not? Why would you invite this guy? That's what would have happened. So um, the next scene I was just visually beautiful. Lisa and Ken are driving down Santa Monica Boulevard and out they do a shot out the window now this wasn't like the shot going through the neighborhoods that was done like very sloppy where you could see like the cameraman's reflection out of the window this was you saw gay pride flags you saw like just like the most colorful city you've ever seen ever like it looked it was like obviously the day after pride so everything's out and you know and like so they're going down the street and she's like Ken, it's so bizarre. But, um, you know, I woke up and there were these horrible tweets about Britney's pastor. You know, so they they set it up that they saw these tweets and she's going to have to go ahead and call Britney and, you know, let her know that this is maybe not a good idea. Yeah, because and he, Ken's like, well, you'll have to call her and let her know. Like, as if she doesn't know. She's oh already God. been on TV six months prior to that, addressing it with Andy Cohen. So she knows. So um, I was at the zoo, the San Diego Zoo today, and I rushed home to watch the episode. And like it was before Chad got home. And so my kids were watching the episode. Now I know that that's not the best, but you got to do what you got to do. Um, and Ronnie sees this scene. She's sitting there watching that of Ken and Lisa. And um, this is what she she said. So that's her dad. She said that about Ken. And I was like, wow. I'm like, 
I'm like, no, that's her husband. <laughs> like, I just thought it was funny. Like when someone else like sees something, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's not her dad. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so she calls Brittany and Jax and just they hash it out and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, we, you know, he assured us he's not like that. And we only saw one comment and blah, blah, blah. But then they decide they're they're going to take care of it. And then Lisa talks to Ariana about it. And yeah. Um, yeah. So in between like all of this turmoil, we get some comedy relief. Now, I'm wondering if this is one of the scenes that you fast forwarded through um, when Chef Bo RD came on. Jesus Christ. And he did a baked Sorry. potato. <laughs> okay. And I literally was screaming, God damn it, Jerry. I I can't. I can't with the, these dumb, overdone, way too many Stassi and Bo in their apartment scenes that aren't funny. They're forced. Bo thinks he's such a clown and that all his Bo are, are Boparol spritz and are Bo blah, blah, blah. I don't care. But for him to say himself he's like well what i do is i like to make funny videos of me cooking and it's like you can't say that about yourself <laughs> you could you could say i like to make videos cooking and blah 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 but and people can't. people have told me they think they're like yeah people or they, they want to see more they think they're my funny. friends love them or but he's like i make funny videos he's like do you and according to you or according to who like i don't know and then the whole irish accent italian accent Russian accent. I was like, I, I don't care. I'm bored. This Again, is stupid. It's um, you can't also can't recycle your your content that right. like you did on your podcast. This yeah. is like the exact. It's like I was listening to a podcast episode or her IG stories. Yeah, um, but I I have an idea for Bo. Why did you see the bow that Stassi was wearing in her hair? Why doesn't Bo make bows? Like, like, I, like Jojo bows. Yeah, he could like encroach on Jojo. Yeah. You know, like there's other things that he could like, or he could do bow ties. I don't know. But Chef Boardy, I just, I, <sighs> he's dumb. not. And then the stuff that he's making is like, um, it's not, um, I don't know, like, it's not cutting edge or anything. Like, it's yeah. not like, oh, I never thought, it's not like a cooking hack or something like that. You know, it's like, yeah. hmm, like, I don't know. It's just, they're both so, like, it's just like, hey, guys, look how kooky we are. See, like, he wears overalls, and I actually make fun of it. Aren't we crazy? We're so funny. And it's like, yeah, to you. <laughs> I did, don't know. Did you notice that Stassi had, like, a pop socket of herself on her phone? <laughs> No, I didn't notice. I, that. I think it's from her um, her tour. I didn't see that though. Um, so then Lala comes over and she's like, "Don't I look like a, a hot dog on a stick or a cheese on a stick, girl?" Um, this was when Chad. I'm like, how aren't they in like yellow and orange and like have a hat and shit? I freaking love hot dog on a stick. Yeah, like um, I like the cheese on a stick. Me too. It's like it's one of it's like something that from my childhood that the like Westminster i have Mall. like a fond memory of like mm. the cherry like lemonade and a cheese on a stick like a pepper jack and like a <laughs> whatever um but it's one of like the biggest fights that chad and i ever got into he took me to 
I'm probably getting it wrong, but I feel like it was Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And he's like, do you want to go to Hot Dog Stick? And I said, well, it's not called Hot Dog oh, Stick. Yeah, it's right below by the merry It's called Hot Dog on a Stick. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's called Hot Dog Stick. And I said, Chad, listen, <laughs> it's not called that. So we, ha- we walked <laughs> That's like... That's what you fight about. We walked like far as hell. Like, I don't know. We parked like way up. And like, so we, like I was tired. I was annoyed. <laughs> and we get there and it was... Hot dog stick. It oh. was not hot dog on it. Like it's like the original one or something, oh. right? Like, but yeah, like I, I like I when she said that, like it flashed me back to that fight of like <laughs> hot. Like why is it called hot dog stick? Like that doesn't sound as good as hot dog on a stick, right? <laughs> <laughs> she had a little trauma. Yes, just like <laughs> got all shaky. And yeah, I got triggered by you know. Um, what did you think about Bo having um? wine for Lala that had no alcohol in it is that like grape juice or is it like yeah, a- wouldn't that be called grape juice <laughs> <laughs> well I guess it's like the sparkling wine you get you know like catawba or something you get like you pretend yeah like a little I thought it was thoughtful it was nice and then you know bow appetit <sighs> <sighs> stop but then they talk about, and I can appreciate this, Lala and Stassi agree that they don't want any of the penis straws and sashes and basic. Although Stassi, that's being basic. So where, where's your consistency with your brand? So Ronnie's still watching at this point. <laughs> and she cracked another joke where I was like, how? Like, I looked at her and I'm like, dude, how are you cracking jokes about this? That like, I, like I'm taking notes trying to crack jokes or, you know, come up with something clever to say. And um, I mean, not that this is that clever, but I just looked at her like, what the heck? Um, she kept on hearing them say, bo, bo, bo. And so she was like, bo appetit, baby. Have you ever heard that um, Katy Perry song that's called Bon Appetit? But she changed it to Beau Appetit. Like, I'm just like, dang, that's pretty good, Ronnie. Like, hmm. um, I, I love improv classes are paying off. Yeah, I loved when um, Lala said Stassi's doing a great job of turning Beau into a housewife. That was like a like I thought that was hilarious because he's like literally, you know, like serving them and Stassi sit like they're sitting there discussing this thing and he's running around like waiting on them. And he's for sure carrying her handbag. Oh, yeah. But it was just like kind of like I appreciate that's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. get the. You know what would be funny is if uh, you sent Ronnie to an audition and it's Bo. And it's Bo. And then she'd be like, oh, Bo Appetit, baby. <laughs> like, she'd be hired. You have no idea. How, like, every day that like I get um, like the casting calls for her, like, I pray. Like, I see his um, casting agency comes up all the time, but like, I'm just like, come on call us in call us in like i would like do you know how good of a story that would be yeah (laughs) so good like she could like say something to his dog or like she would have an in (laughs) oh it'd be funny she'd walk up there she'd be like refund and he's like how do you know that she's like i'm a big fan of the show (laughs) i'm five (laughs) oh my gosh um yes but i um I don't I felt kind of bad when they were saying that they don't want penis straws and sashes and then they're flashing to poor Britney having like, you know, those are like it's kind of like a classic staple. Yeah. Yeah, um, And then it's like Britney has her penis straws. Britney has her sash, you know, but it was funny. But then how about that confessional, which I mean, I didn't not love like I I did love it. But imagine being Jackson Britney watching Stassi being like, 
Jackson, Brittany, and he, she didn't just say Jack. She said Jackson, Brittany's brains. Well, they don't really work that way. Right. And then she said, I mean, Jax is dumb or not that Jax smart. Jax is not too smart. Yeah. But she was insulting Brittany too. And I'm like, eh, she's not wrong. But I thought that was pretty ballsy to say it on your confessional about both of them. I feel, I, I for some reason that like really stuck with me because I was like, okay, fair. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that that is like an unfair statement. But is there a couple that you would like say the opposite of that? Like that are smart, that do have a brain that works like that, that really stand up and say something. I would have to say that like the most vocal couple that like stands up for the right things would have to be Tom and Ariana. Yeah. So like it's definitely it's not Stassi and Bo they don't they never speak up and say anything and it's not Katie and Tom I mean Katie will lash out but she doesn't stand up for anything yeah I don't know I just felt like if they were if that was my friend on national tv like basically calling me dumb and she's in my wedding party I'd be a little annoyed it it was like my feelings would be hurt yeah yeah. absolutely i'd be like oh like yeah like who are you i i would just shoot it right back there like what the f like what have you done yeah. what do you stand for okay uh, as Kristen said okay miss um t- i have two ghost writers for my new york times bestseller well and like um <laughs> no shame, sh- if but... she is criticizing the way that like you handle a crisis in social media Saucy did not handle her crisis no. very well at all. She hid and cried in she, the closet for she, three months. Yeah, she actually handled it very similar to them. And you could, one could say that she wasn't smart. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. Yeah, the words that come out of her mouth, not always smart. No. I mean, and it's not her opinion. It, it was the opinion of all of her sponsors that dropped her. But yeah, it, in the way that like f- their brains don't work that way. Like, in what way? Like, in a PR, uh, like a smart PR way. I mean, yeah. I mean, not wrong, but as a no. friend, I wouldn't like that. And also, like, don't throw rocks at glass houses. You know, like it's, yeah. it could come right back to you. Yep. So then they go over to Jackson Brittany at Lit Method. Like, quite a plug for them filming. How- Wait, sorry, just really quick. Um, what did you think? Like, how do you think that Brittany and Jax felt when Stassi and Lala did bring this up? Like, they literally sat at the table and said that they knew that this, they knew about this six months ago. Right. So Uh, really, how is that any different than what Sandoval did? He just had the balls to say it to their face. Now, um, listening to Kristen on Danny Pellegrino, she straight up said that the producers tried to get her to bring this up Mm -hmm. in her confessional and like in some other, you know, ways. And I just wonder, like, if this was the only way that they agreed to do it, you know, because no one went... I just wonder like what agreements happen behind closed doors mm-hmm. because I, I don't know. I would probably say like, just do your like film what you need to film to make the show happen. But don't you dare step to me or like try to ambush me. That would be like my rule because you have to, they have to talk bad about each other. But mm-hmm. because just in the way that Jax reacted when he, when um, T Sandy approached him with it, he's like, no, 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 we're yeah. not doing this. It was like, so like he knew he, like, the line was crossed and he knew what was happening. And he was like, someone crossed the line is, and is going to just like when he me. flipped off, you know, everyone that yes, he's like, same, you thing. broke the agreement or whatever. Sa- yes. Yeah. 
And you know that what like um, Tom really wants to say is I'm doing my job, Jax. I'm yeah, asking I'm playing the game. I'm asking a question. Like I can't ask a question. Like he's absolutely like he's standing his ground and going, this is our job. Like yeah. answer the question. Yep. And that's why Brittany just like erupts. <laughs> okay. So erupts in that high pitched cackle that Ariana <laughs> imitated, which was one of the best parts of the episode. Yes. I'm like, Ariana's making fun of Brittany. I love this. <laughs> Um, I mean, she may have been referring to everyone because everyone gets like the high pitched hyena, like she said, hive mentality. So it may have been edited just to make it look like she was talking about Brittany, but she was probably talking about all of them. Yeah. Um, but again, not wrong. Yeah. Um, so, yes, let's get go to lip method because this was a standout scene for me. <laughs> um, the rowing, the TRX, you know, like just the. <laughs> The group, um, the group workout and, and then them talking about, okay, we're getting back into it after a week of drinking, you know, it was really great to get like some insight into lit method. I've, I've been curious to see what it looks like in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it kind of looks like Pilates studio a little bit. I, but just I, like Barry's boot camp. Yeah. Yeah. But rowers instead of stride mills. Like spin lighting. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be down to try it with the rowers instead of treadmills. I love rowing. Like I, I really, yeah. I was just thinking about like when we were rowing, like how fun that was. Like we were doing so good back then. Mm-hmm. Like we just had, we had more time. Um, now we're so busy podcasting all the time <laughs> that, you know. Um. Anyway, so Brittany and Jax are kind of having like a little two on two to let us know that, you know, this this wedding pastor thing is still weighing heavily on them, but they feel like they made the right choice and that Lisa, Brittany was so glad that Lisa called because she just wanted to, he wanted them to get ahead of it just in case. Yeah. And then she also lets us know that this was her family pastor, which makes it hard. She's friends with the pastor's daughters, things like that. Um, he's a sweet family man. I just thought Jax was like, listen, I don't care. You, you can like, what do you say? Uh, worship a cow. Doesn't affect me. But he's like, just don't post about it. Don't take it to social media. Yeah. Just don't take it to social media. How about that? So how about, okay, Jax, what if like someone's really into like beating up gays as long as they don't post it on social media? It's okay. It doesn't affect you. Or how about, you know, uh, murdering someone? Just don't put it on social media. As long as it's not you being murdered, who cares? Do what, do what you can do. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm, no, I'm making extreme examples, but it's like, that was the dumbest thing. Like, just don't put it on social media. It's like, well, A, it's called the First Amendment. And B, you'd rather people hide and like... Um, my sister said when she was going out with, um, Martin Luther King Jr.'s son, Dexter, she's like, how can you listen to, I think it was 50 Cent or something. She's like, how can you listen to this? Like those lyrics are so demeaning or, um, or you would listen to, um, I don't know. They started talking about like racism and whatnot. And he said, cause then there was like some artists on the flip side or whatever. He's like, oh no, I, I prefer the people that actually say things to me. Because I know where they stand. It's the ones that don't say it, that are silent, that you got to worry about. So it's like, well, actually, if you're posting on social media, at least people know where you stand. And you're like, oh, okay, he's over here. Steer clear. Um, 
I don't know. So I think what he said is completely backwards of what you should do. Well, certainly you shouldn't be promoting and preaching hate on social media, but uh, I don't know. I guess it's a double-edged sword. I feel like I feel like once again what we have what is happening is this could have been handled differently and I feel like that's um T Sandy's argument like even when yeah. he was talking about he's like I just I just wanted to have a conversation with you to say like we can do better or like maybe you're not aware of what you're saying and like how it's affecting your friends and yeah. your community like I thought that that was such a a good way to say it because it is there you are free to say what you want but I also feel like in that like you have to like you can't just say something or like let someone say something and then not like well you have to be accountable and exa- responsible and there's going to be consequences but so you can't just like or, or like flip-flop on the issue you can't be like well I don't believe I'm a Christian but I don't believe that and I like this community but I don't like that like like pick and choose your Bible verses and like you have like especially with Jackson Brittany like they do have a higher they have a platform like so many people are watching what they're doing and like this was such an opportunity to you know maybe they really wanted to show a traditional sort of mm-hmm. wedding or whatever whatever Britney's dream was you know like I truly think that like that was her like she was trying to just be like su- like this is my family pastor family 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 and she just didn't want to go back and address these things that were like possibly a problem and so she was just gonna her dream was set and mm-hmm. that was it and um I mean and she could have found granted not her family pastor but another pastor that shared their beliefs whatever their beliefs are but maybe that didn't go post all these crazy things on social media about like you know the things he's posted and we'll talk about that You know but. what I, what is kind of confusing though why did the pastor agree to it in the first place like did he know what Vanderpump Pump rules was like if he doesn't, I mean, we'll talk about what he said and like, but it, it seems like he should right away know that that doesn't align with his right. views. Like, and like, does Hooters align with his views? Because that was served <laughs> at their wedding. Like some people would be very upset well, if, yes, if Chick-fil-A was served. Like they'd be like, I don't, you know, like some people don't support Chick-fil-A. Maybe like there's like, there's a lot of things that. It does align with his views though, Hooters, because in one of his quotes, you know, just make sure girls become women and girls are girls. And I'm going to read the one quote that he wrote that just kills me about like, don't daddies don't let your boys play with girly stuff. So I think Hooters is in full alignment with his value system. Do you want to read the tweets right now? Sure. So you guys, um, I've, we've heard, you know, everyone's asking about like what these tweets were. And once again, like just like how they didn't say Fofty with the whole 50 cent thing. Um, they're only showing a couple of the tweets and we have receipts from all of the tweets that were tweeted at Jax and Brittany and Ariana and Tom and Kristen and everybody. So we're going to share a couple of those. Um, and this isn't meant to, you know, upset people or trigger anybody. We hope that it doesn't, but it just kind of helps to like truly see where everybody's coming from. And um, it's not just a Bible verse that he yeah, that he tweeted out. Kristen said on Danny Pellegrino's interview that she says, I mean, all he did was post, you know, he believes in the Bible. And so he's just posting Bible verses. That's all he did. It's like, 
That's not what he was posting, and that's not what people are upset about. I don't think anyone cared if he posted a Bible verse, even if it was a controversial Bible verse. I don't even think that was the problem. The problems were, I mean, you you guys saw the ones that they showed on TV. Um, You know, the devil wants to legalize sin just because it's legal. That doesn't make it right. How wicked is our nation becoming? Okay, well, that's not a Bible verse. Um. The next one, I will not say I'm sorry, nor am I apologetic when I say no child has a right to choose his or her gender. Parents need to start being parents and raise boys to be men and girls to be women. Okay, not a Bible verse. And he follows that up with, Daddy, if you see your little fella liking girly stuff, take him fishing, play ball, show him how to be a man. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, well, was that in Deuteronomy? I don't know. Was, uh, <laughs> no. So, you know, that was um, combined with the ones that, you know, he responded. Uh, there's this article on the Washington Post. United Methodist Church has appointed a transgender deacon. Ryan Dotson. What? I would run from these churches. Blows my mind. How many pages did they rip from the Bible to make make it all right? Um. Yeah, he's got the other one about, okay, let me first say, you can have, you can love people, but not agree with their lifestyle and their choices. Okay, true. With that being said, there are people that I care about that are gay, but I do not condone or accept this lifestyle as it is contrary to, contrary to the word of God. The Supreme Court just ruled 5-4 to legalize gay marriage in all 50 states. This is a time of peril for the Christian community and our nation. This agenda has been forced down our throats as many as become silent. America, it's time for a spiritual awakening, and may Jehovah have mercy on all of us. And that is probably leading up right into his run. Um, it looks like he's running for state representative. And so he's got a little ad, a true conservative for state representative. I will propose and fight for legislation that protects the unborn child, supports and defends the Second Amendment. Of course, because that's really what's most important here are guns. Let's, let's not worry about bullying and discrimination, racism and homophobia. Just make sure, uh, first thing I'm going to do is make sure everyone keeps our guns. <laughs> it's like, okay. And again, this isn't a commentary on for or against the second amendment i just think that's i guess what he finds most important when it seems like there's other i don't know whatever supports pro growth policies to stimulate the economy provides resources for law enforcement and families to fight drug addiction okay cool i'm asking for your vote on may 19th so i'm asking for all of you in kentucky not for your vote yeah but you know vote for what represents you cool i mean that's the beauty of the country anyways i mean he said more there's more things you know about the lgbt community and like bathroom situations and how he would never allow his child to go into a unisex bathroom and la 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 la. yeah so as you can see it was it was a lot and this was brought to their attention we it was around like december 28th um and then in january is when um watch what happens live they were on there and Brittany, a caller asked Brittany, you know about the situation and we all saw how she handled it she rolled her eyes and gave like a an answer that you know that she called him and he said 
that's not how it is. Yeah. Um, but this time she said, I talked to him myself and he promised me that he was not that way. And he was not saying anything about the community whatsoever. And I've known this man for years. And if it was anything I felt otherwise, I would never choose to be like that. It's like, well, then is he a liar to all of his um, followers and listeners? Because it's in his own words on his own social media. So he either is lying to you or he's lying to everybody else. Um, which is it? This is where, like, I, I'm kind of, I mean, I, I have never been in the position to be on a show or anything like that. So I have no idea, like, how public relations work, I guess, in regards to this. But if I was her, I would just say, you know what? Um, I have been raised super in a conservative, you know, arena. And I, um, living in LA and like meeting so many people, I have a completely different view now. I apologize that, you know, some of these, um, these things are not aligning with what I value. So I'm going to change what I like. It would have like, it would have just like helped everything and like made her, she keeps on saying it's not, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah. Well, no, it's not your fault. But by saying that, like you're almost like creating yourself as being the victim when like the true victims are the people that he's saying this stuff about. And for you to sit there and say that it's like that you're sad about how you're feeling is like, I feel like that's where she's like a little tone deaf where it's like, yeah, just, I totally get like that. Uh, that must be so much pressure that everyone's attacking her. I get it. But like, why not just step back a little bit and say, I still have so much to learn. I am sorry. Like, I didn't even think about how my super traditional pastor could would not align with the views that I have now. I've yeah. changed. Like, why not go with that? Yeah. Like, Jax and I have changed. Look, like we're learning. Yeah. Instead of just defending till the end and then, and then blaming everybody else. And then like being so angry. like At trolls, like at it Sandoval. Would've, it would have, yeah, it would have like softened Sandoval too to be like, hey, like, right. thanks for bringing this up. You know, I'm, I'm glad we have someone in our life that questions us. Like, what a good friend. You know, this is really hard. Like, if you could like back off a little bit, you know, that'd be cool. But I'm glad you said something. Like, why yeah. not just answer like, like we're figuring that? it out. We, we weren't aware of this. Now we are. And so we're, we're trying yeah. to... Like even even double down and lie. Keep your lie going that you don't know. But like, just say, you know what? We're we're dealing with it now. Yeah, that's it. I have a Bible question: Is divorce like not allowed in the Bible? I can't imagine it is. Right. Um, that was. I mean, no, you're supposed to like once you are committed to you know right no, but um, there are reasons that like you can not be with like there's you know you never want to be unequally yoked so if you like happen to get into a relationship with someone that maybe doesn't have your values or their values change then it's acceptable to not be with that person in order to be so sherry and britney's dad didn't have the same values Ooh, Ooh. (laughs) yeah she's been married four times so again speaking of picking and choosing from the bible what okay so Mm, divorcing four times is okay but this isn't okay or you know what I'm saying it's just like this is where they're picking and choosing and you either have faith or you don't I don't know I mean like this is what this is always been my problem with like religion or whatever like um like you're still on your journey like you're a lot like just because you call yourself a Christian doesn't mean like that you're not allowed to make a mistake you absolutely are like so 
And I feel like that's where I don't understand. Like I, that's where I hate the black and white because it's like, that doesn't make sense. Like it doesn't work like that because you're still like, you're living your life and there's not a perfect Christian because you can point to all the things they do wrong every single day, which is why it's hard to, you can't look up to a person to follow. So that's mistake number one. You shouldn't be looking at this pastor as the perfect Christian or whatever he is because he's not, you know? And so I, I don't know. Yeah. But well, um, that would be, God, I would love to ask Brittany's dad that because he's, you know, he's like so, um, yeah. like he quotes scriptures all the time. He seems so nice and calm. And like, I would just, I wonder what he, I'm sure he would say something like it just wasn't healthy and I'm in a better place now, yeah. you know? Right. Yeah. So anyways, Jax ends his little confessional. He's like, wipes his nose. <sighs> Why could you just leave me alone? like okay well you're on a reality show so you kind of signed up for and i don't know they're like we need to sign up for this it's like okay we got it yeah Uh, um okay so the okay the i was bored with lisa's lecture to raquel i don't care yeah that was really dumb um um tom and ariana discussing pastor gate on i mean We've already heard this now several times, so I don't need to rehash the same conversation, but I guess it was interesting that they didn't even have like a bed frame or a headboard and no shame. We've all lived like that. But I thought, well, didn't you have that in your apartment? Like all these years, you just had a mattress on the floor? No, they didn't. Uh, Didn't they have like a bed? I mean, like go to living spaces and get a bedroom set for $700. I'm just saying. I'm thinking they ordered a new mattress and they just like haven't got the bed frame yet. So they just put it on the ground and we're like, F it. Okay. And they're waiting for like the perfect one like that. But I and like they just left their bed in the apartment because she did say that I would. Sandoval still crashes at that apartment, you know, like when he's in West Hollywood and stuff with Jeremy. So maybe they just left that bed there. I mean, I would not have brought anything from that place to that beautiful home. True. Uh, but I was I mean I loved it I was, was very relatable dying that they were it was on the ground <laughs> there's no like end table or I'm like where do you put your water I'm like well I guess you, your floor's right there just put your water bottle there yeah <laughs> um so then they go over and they're okay again here's where I skip through don't uh, Dana and Max yes don't care not interested the most interesting thing in that scene was her ass and that's it uh, the most interesting part in that scene was her saying that, like, she doesn't even silent fart. <laughs> that's all I heard. Like, we're we're really going to, like, like that's like a Stassi shtick that, like, yeah. I have to go poop in another room because I don't want my partner to see that I poop. Like, they can't know I poop. Like, give me a break. Yeah, I don't care. I'm bored. I'm not interested. So. So they're exclusive. Blah, blah, blah. Again, don't care. She, um... Yeah, you see Dana's butt, which looked great. And then she says to Max, come on, skinny. Yeah, I mean, I'll back that up from seeing him the other night. I'm not about to shaming him. It was just he's not he has a bigger presence on the TV than in person, I guess I'll say. I I didn't get that impression, but um, I don't know. I, I I, I don't think I saw that angle, but. Because, like, I can't even, I couldn't even look at him, honestly. So what happened was we saw him in the restaurant and we had that interaction that I mentioned earlier. And then as we were leaving, like, he was, like, standing right there and we, like, kind of, like, swooped around him. And so it was, like, a 
standing up full shot mm-hmm. and like i um i couldn't even look at him like i it he's just like once again he like had his his ego was like out of control and it's like dude we really don't care like we don't even care to but he's a general manager holly at a bar My, are you intimidated i feel is this coming from jealousy like you know <laughs> Um, anyways, I did crack a joke at the bar when we were talking to our lovely bartender who, um, said that he really liked Sheena and I asked if, um, she bought him an Apple watch right while Max was standing. (laughs) 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 I don't think he heard, but no, she hasn't. She has not bought him an Apple watch. So there you go, everybody. She doesn't buy everybody stuff. (laughs) Um, okay, Raquel's scene with James, and I actually fast-forwarded this the second time I watched it because I didn't need to watch it again, but it was also terrifying. He was just really baiting her, and like she just couldn't win. I'm not even going to comment on this because it was so... James has no one else to do a scene with. So now we're using Raquel and we're going to act like it's a controlling relationship. James is going off the rails like he does in a scene where it's great. But this was just not working for me because... We don't want to see him doing it to her. It's Yeah, that's not... And it just, it wasn't real. Like it was like, like her face was horrible. If you just watch her face and then look at him, like it's like, you could tell they were like laughing in between takes. Like it wasn't working. I don't buy it. Like you said you needed me to stay sober. Well, yeah, I did. Oh, you shouldn't have left your shift. Oh, yes, you should have. Like, oh. Are you going to go to the party? You better not. I said you better not. Oh, so what if you can do what you want? What if I said you could go? Then would you go? Like it was just, cla- I mean, yeah, amazing performance by James, um, but all like just not necessary. It's not necessary, producer Jerry. Like you can't take away James and like let your whole cast say you don't want to film with him, and then have Raquel, who's really not a strong actress, pull that off. It's just not working. Okay, and then his Peter, which I still loved it, still loved it, but he's starting to. I think he obviously. He's what my sister would say about me when I was little and I'd like say something funny and everyone would laugh. So then I just keep saying it over and over again. Yeah. But it's like, it's not funny when you keep doing it. But a little kid doesn't know that. And he's like a little kid that (laughs) I think he heard the feedback when people loved, you know, the first time he did that accent with Jax when they were drinking absinthe or whatever. That was the first time we heard his American accent. Well, he's yeah. And they they've done this with Schwartz. Like how many times were they like, he's like, well, I can't help it. You know, like when everyone was like, Schwartz is so cute. And so there was like years where we just had to have these horrible Schwartz. Like he would say these ridiculous things and like wiggle his head a little bit. Like shrug his shoulders like, oh, shucks. And it's like now, James, like it's the American accent that we're all supposed to be yeah. memeing out. And, and I was like, you can't do it every week. It's no. funny. Sprinkled in here and, and it there. Was, it actually just, it wasn't good this week. No, it wasn't. Like, it wasn't even funny. It like, was, I didn't laugh. No. And I wanted to. I was ready. And I, I mean, and I no, can do a better Peter. No laugh came out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's why. I think I was like, that's not even close to being Right. Right. Yeah. I should give him some vocal training on that. Yeah. Listen, you want to nail Peter? Work with me here. I did have a question about um, when he was like, Raquel, do you want scrambled or regular eggs? What's a regular egg? Like sunny side up or fried or over easy or over but medium. Is or that regular? Hard boiled. Oh. <laughs> 
Like, I don't I like that just confused me. Yeah. Pretty much scrambled seems to be the regular. I, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh, do I not know my eggs? <laughs> Wait, your eggs? My eggs. Um, in- you're picking up my accent? Yeah. <laughs> my bigs? My the- bigs. Oh, put the eggs in the bag, please. <laughs> um, okay, can so- we? Oh, speaking of eggs, he does mention, why is everyone walking on eggshells around Jackson Brittany? And it's true. They've all said it now. Okay. That- Ariana and Lala He redeemed himself later when he he had some good one-liners um really quickly can we go back to um katie and tom's house when they're getting ready for britney's bridal shower Mm -hmm. and they're standing up on the banister of the stairs Mm -hmm. throwing dollar tree streamers over to each other right um, this was just offensive as someone who <laughs> loves planning parties and loves decorating and loves, you know, just, I love that. Um, yeah. I was sad when I saw this. It's like, it, it like, it hurt a little bit. <laughs> it did look like toilet paper. It, well, this is what adulting's like now. I'm an adult. Oh my God. How old is Katie? How old is Katie? I, I She's 45. No. <laughs> Your face, it's like deer in headlights, like Raquel. Like, what? <laughs> no, that's a face. Like, be serious, Sarah. Like, 42. how old is she really? I mean, is she like thirty-five? Yeah, that yeah. is like she might you, be thirty-four, even thirty-four, thirty-five. I should look it up. Yeah, because Kristen, I think, is now what thirty-seven. Yeah, so she's. Hold on, guys. This is important shit right here. <laughs> okay, well, well, you're looking it up. Um, yeah. So they they do that, and it's I don't know. Oh shit, she's thirty three. Oh damn. Okay. Anyways, you cannot say that you are adulting like that. Is like thirty three years old is a full-on adult. Like, you were a full-on adult 10 years ago. Um, it's, it's, there's just something like, and maybe it's because, like, I feel like in my generation, like, we were pushed really hard to get out of the house at, like, a, a, a certain age, go to college, like, follow, like, the, you know, like, mm-hmm. here's, get a career, get a job, do this, do that. And, like, to see them, like, trying to celebrate buying a house... And then being like, I don't, I don't know. It's just like, it's rubbing me the wrong way. It's like, you guys are old. Like this isn't, you're not 20 years old. If they were 20, 21 years old, let's say, let's say 10 years younger, she's 23 years old. I would be like, that is adulting. Like, dude, you pulled off buying a house. You're married. You're living like you're throwing a party. I think adulting would be like when you get your mattress off the floor onto like your first bed frame or real bed. You're like, and you're like, what? You're usually like 25 at that point. You're like, God, I feel like such an adult and it's super fun. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and that was not a reference to Tom and Ariana. That was just I mean, saying, but kind of it is. That's like a, a step. That's one of the milestones. Yeah. Like you got, you, you have your first new car. Yes. You have your first bed or you bought a piece of furniture or something and you feel like an adult and oh instead of buying like forever 21 clothes you're buying home goods or like why not again like uh, oven mitts why not make a little joke and go it's so nice to be out of our apartment like i know like you know a lot of people buy homes and stuff but this is really exciting for us like just like something where it's like acknowledge to us like that we're not crazy as viewers and you're not just like saying things to just set us off and make us tweet (laughs) 
So as far as the decorations then, what are your thoughts? Oh, what was going on with those flower arrangements that were like all disheveled and like going every which way, like completely haywire? Like, I get she likes the sunflower country thing and like wildflowers. I got that. But they were like going literally like someone's hair in a light socket, like all over the place and somewhere droopy. It reminded me of like when you are like, Driving through the country, not that I've ever really done that. The most like beautiful place I went was Kentucky, and I actually didn't get to see many flowers. It was beautiful green grass, um, or is it bluegrass? <laughs> um, but it reminded me of like a meadow where there's like um, yeah. like the the wispy flowers are like going, yeah. like the grass is like flinging left it's, to right. It's like my driveway. Um, yeah, I was very confused about. I was like, "Am I? Do I not know contemporary floristism? <laughs> because I've never like floristism. <laughs> like I've never seen that. Like I've never sent a bouquet like that. I've never I seen mean, it. Look at this. It's just like it's just going like every which way. And then they're but they're all like, wait, that. wait, can I see it again? Yeah. Okay. Look at this one. Just scroll left to right. But look at that one. I, I mean, I, I loved the on? sunflowers. I loved those big, like whatever that big old bulbous thing is. Um, but there was a lot of greenery. Like they left a lot of like, it was like very leafy. Yeah. I don't know that. And it was like wildflowers and eucalyptus and sunflowers. And it was just like everything in the kitchen sink. Yeah. And it was just going every different direction. And it just kind of like. It's weird. It makes me feel bad for Brittany because you know they know what looks good they know they have we're all on instagram like we're all on social media like we see beautiful pictures of like what an event should look like and it's like they took everything that britney likes and just threw it in a vase and they're like she'll like this what she loves sunflowers what she loves greenery what she loves princesses what she loves toilet paper you know like it was like they're like she'll she's she doesn't care she's gonna love it she has you know What'd you think of, okay, well, as Stassi opens the door to the princesses, now, are you a fan of Stassi's outfit or not? I don't remember the outfit. I just remember the color, which I am a fan of. The color is fine. It was like a deflated hot air balloon. I remember it being off the shoulder. It was like she was trying to go like Carrie Bradshaw editorial, but it was more like... Like a sack, kind of? Yeah, it was like a county fair air balloon that deflated and like landed somewhere it shouldn't have and and then like the super baggy white pants which were those are probably fine oh gosh it was a top and pants okay um yeah i'll have to look at again because i didn't i I just noticed the color like a deflated balloon all right giant yeah yeah sometimes i have a hard time when she dresses like that because she has like such like i love her figure of just like being like like super thin and like you know her arms are small her legs are small um and so it's frustrating when she like dresses with like no silhouette Mm -hmm. not saying it needs to be like butt tight or anything but sometimes it's like i don't know even if i could if i would wear that you know what i mean it's like if you're a mannequin like does that look good on the mannequin like what are yeah what lines are you trying to show I, i don't know I think she was trying to, like, it was, like, her version of Vogue, but, it, like, it's, like, the Zara version of Vogue or something. She should have got on Mod Cloth. <laughs> yes. 
So what'd you think with the princesses? And is that something you would want? One more thing really quick. Going back to James and Raquel's apartment, I noticed that in the background, he had a Dylan candy bar bag. Like it was like strategically placed in the shot. So his <laughs> Dylan, like, it's like, are we, we're still doing that? We're still, it's like, they still need this show to plug them. I wow. mean, Ronnie loves Dylan's candy bar. Like she's anytime we go to the Grove, like we have to go there. And she always like begs for that, that ridiculous like straw thing that you fill with pixie dust. Like I've never let her get that to this day, but she always <laughs> wants to do it. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know why that bothered me. Okay. Um, what did I think about the princesses? I think it was Stassi kept patting herself on the back for the idea. I like the idea. I don't, that's not how I would have executed it. First of all, do you think it was a licensing thing that they were all off-brand princesses? <laughs> it must have been, right? Because yeah. they they probably couldn't come in full-on like Disney costumes. It would be like a problem for filming. Or if, I would imagine that, I mean, if it's a service, it's just probably an expensive yeah, licensing or for filming, right? I mean, all of the, pr- I've hired many princesses and I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. Actually, I have. There's been events where I'm like, Ugh, like, it's not something that, I, just, I like a really authentic looking princess. Right. And um, I thought these girls were fun. They were good sports. Um, and I, again, I really liked the idea, but um, I don't know how I would have executed it. Like maybe... I would have like had them be like more um, like have like a role in the shower, like maybe have them each hold like a present that she's going to open or like something like Lead that. Where, a game or something. Yeah. Like where like they came in and like they did like a little like parade through the thing and then they left like pay them for their entire or maybe time. Their game is related to their what type of princess they are or something. Yeah. Or like maybe like they're going to give like a special gift and like have them come in and reveal it or, you know, like one quick photo op, you know, I just, I lo- my favorite part was when they were like hip hip hooray and they flash over to Brittany and she's like jumping up and down and clapping and like, <laughs> like, I'm like you are five, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, but like imagine if like deep down she didn't like it and she had to act like she did or something like you can say that. I mean, everyone likes Disney, but maybe you don't want them at your shower and then your friends did it and you can't say you didn't like it. Yeah, I'm sure she did like it. I'm sure she did, too. Uh, Um, So, yeah. But and then she was so upset. She's like later because it wasn't even just the pastor stuff she's like all this why wow that's so mean they're talking about because i like princesses and they're at my shower why why so she she was upset i mean again this is another reason why i loved this episode the fact that they let us know that people making fun of the princesses there and i want to look up i want to go back and like look up all those people that they posted their handles yeah i think they changed the names like, oh. like it was too. Okay. But we should go read the tweets to see how they changed the names. And let's go look up those names just to see if they yeah, do Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> nice. Um, And then so off to the side, Ariana and Lala kind of have a moment like during the shower or whatever. And she's like, this is like so nice for Brittany. Like the princesses are so cute. Um, It's all happening. But you know what's not happening? This pastor. Um. <laughs> wait well i know we talked about this last year when we actually reviewed this bridal shower on when we saw the whole thing on social media 
What was up with that like bobble pearl thing on her head? Oh, I forget what the answer was to that. It was like, um, like, was she, it was like an accessory she thought was pretty and was trying to look good or was like a version of a crown or was it like a joke type thing? I liked it. (laughs) I love pearls though. But those were like jawbreaker, bobble, fake, cheap, party city costume. It wasn't like a- again, like if they gave that to her and she like wore it as a good sport, like those are these really her friends? Like, I don't know. Well, she showed up in that. She already had that on. But what then what did Kristen put on her head? Was that something different? Remember, Kristen's like, if you need help getting this off, I'll take it off. Oh. Remember? I don't know. It, yeah. Like that may have been a different crown or something, but something happened where Kristen's like, yeah, I'll help you get it off. Yeah, I heard that. Okay. Well, anyways. You know what I what I noticed, though, that was so nice? Did you see that Sheena's mom uh-huh. brought flowers for Katie hosting the party? Yeah. She's the hostess with the most. She's That's, very Erica, not Katie. Like, she's got it. She knows her etiquette. <laughs> yeah. She was giving it to Katie because she's the hostess with the mostest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because like, Erica is the hostess with the mostest. Meaning she's not hosting the party, but she knows what's proper. She knows the etiquette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's setting an example. I thought that was really nice. And I thought it was really nice that they decided to keep that into show. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm sure that people do nice things. And then you're like, oh, that didn't make the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was a waste. Just kidding. <laughs> like us it's like, it's like raving when- <laughs> about the blackberry cobbler that we actually hated. That didn't make the episode. It's- yet we lied for you. <laughs> And your stupid restaurant and cobbler. <laughs> it's like when you tip the barista at um, at Starbucks and you like you put it in and like they're not looking, so you're yeah. like tempted to pull it out and put it back in to be like, look. I- that, that was a Seinfeld episode. It's my favorite because I'm always like, no, I wait because sometimes they'll like duck down. And you're like, damn it! And so I'm like, I'll wait. And I'm like, oops. Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah. It's nothing. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Uh, well, I always hate too because it's like I, I always like at Starbucks just get coffee, but like you know the now there's there's like change, but it's like twenty cents. Yeah. I'm like, am I insulting them by putting like the fifteen twenty cents in there? Should I just not bother? But then I feel cheap taking it back. Yeah. But then are they saying why even bother? We don't need your fifteen cents, lady. But I'm not gonna give them a dollar just to pour a cup of coffee when that's the whole business. I usually always dump my change, and I feel like it adds up. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd take it, but it's always a dilemma. Um, Okay. So let's talk about this pastor, like you said, Lala said. Yes. um, It's all what's what's not happening. Okay. Um, So Lala and Ariana have this conversation and like they kind of Lala kind of cracks a joke where she's like, I mean, like. I munched your cookie and like, did you, did that affect you? Did that like, did you burst into flames? Like, um, I like what's bothering me is like the examples that they're bringing up and like the way that like they're talking about, they're still not getting it. Mm -hmm. And I know that Ariana does. And I actually think that Lala does too. She's just deciding to not get into the, the fight. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just, it's bizarre. Yeah. I, I don't know. 
Okay, um, where am I? Nothing really else happened there. We kind of go over to Peter's party, right? Uh, what about Lisa um, calling out that Stassi's wearing pink? What do you think about that? I thought nothing about that. I thought it was bizarre. I didn't, but I never thought about the fact that maybe she always used to do that. Oh, okay. With every, she, that was her thing on Housewives. No one else can wear pink. It's my color. You know they call me Pinky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So now we go over to Tom. Tom, where the guys are flower arranging. <laughs> what was that? I, is that what they do for their five percent? Is they walk around and say hello to tables and then arrange flowers? bizarre which is weird because most of the flowers were fake in there um but what they were arranging was like 20 times better than what the girls did for britney's shower yes, it was it was like you could it looked like an actual bridal po- uh, party like table setting and it was like like they were like nice flowers with mm-hmm. like you know like a nice silhouette like the white and green like yeah. it was crisp like the i mean yeah the flowers that they used at the shower were chaotic yeah it was something like like when Pandy had her bridal shower at Villa Blanca. It was something you could see that would be on her table as centerpieces. Like, I'm literally going to bring you flowers like that. Like, one <laughs> one time, we've told this story on the podcast, but one time at work, Sarah brought me a bouquet of baby's breath, and it was like the best thing ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so the guys are sitting there arranging flowers, and James comes by to pick up his check for pride which t sandy hands to him and says this is for a you know good job you really earned this um they bring up raquel mentioned that she was written up um and you know james still is like whatever yeah james calls jacks a groomzilla yeah which probably is fair and then says how he's not yeah invited to peter's party what dude just because like everyone's on eggshells around jacks and like again true um then we like quickly splice over to katie and Kristen, who are having a conversation in the backyard at the party and um and Kristen's like are we like both for the sake of britney not to are we skating around miami oh yeah okay and then that was it like do your job like don't let it go Kristen. yeah and can we like complete a thought like uh, once again like yeah. they're, they're making me dizzy um then they like nothing happened so why did you even need to Brittany announces at the shower that lance bass is going to do the wedding quickly katie baloney bar and grill texts schwartz that this is going to happen and schwartz goes hey katie just texted me and said that lance bass is actually going to be the one that marries um jackson Brittany." Well, James got a kick out of that and was like, oh, well, he and he was right exactly on point when he's like uh, overcompensating and far too late. It's like he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like they fired the pastor and got the gayest pop star in the world. (laughs) So they're way overcompensating and they did this way too late. So even he knew six months ago, like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Now, like. This is another question that I would have, like if I if someone would answer my Vanderpump rules, like they would just like give me everything. Mm -hmm. Did James truly think of that that quickly or was he told by production to say that because they are like they're painting this story? Like, is this like is this really happening like this or are they like 
It's too perfect of a comment. I think there was probably more in that scene where Sandoval was talking. They were all three talking about how this has been going on for six months. Yeah. So, and then, so then James said that because they were just talking about how, what? I thought I just heard like a scary siren, like right out your door, like go, like it was pulling up right here. Hold on guys. (laughs) Popping things off improv. Yeah. So then we go over to Peter's party and this is probably (laughs) the only time I'm going to like get on like a high dive platform here and really like bow down to Bo for the hilarious uh, shock value he had at their wedding song choice. (laughs) He's like, you're joking, right? No, it's a joke, right? Wait, Wait, what? You're serious? Okay. Before that really quick. What the heck? Why are why are we still cracking jokes about Sheena freezing her eggs? Why are we like why it's are we so doing belittling. a montage of her doing I'm freezing my eggs, I'm freezing my eggs, I'm freezing my eggs, I'm free like it's I so belittling to women because now women that are like nervous to talk about it, it's like, oh, is that how people are gonna be making fun of me for this? I guess I'm not gonna talk about it. Like I don't understand how like that's it's so so off and it's like offensive it's very offensive like almost as like it's it it needs like its own category of like it's and i feel like it's a very new thing that like anyone's even talking openly about it at all yeah but um like who's laughing at that like what are what exactly are are we laughing at that she repeats herself are we laughing like what where's the joke right because i don't think it's funny no no and you're really making us go backwards in time with and like the scene yeah. was confusing peter's there by himself at his own birthday party and sheena walks in kindly to say hello yeah and then they ream her freezing my eggs freezing my eggs and then because, it just because he says why aren't you drinking again i forgot because he's peter he forgets things yeah which he doesn't get enough sleep yes um and she says remember i'm freezing my eggs and it's like they didn't even show that miami but they had to show the montage now it's like oh okay well that makes i'm like gosh she went to his bachelor party and this birthday party when everyone's wasted and she doesn't drink well that's a good friend so they should how about highlight that and then she's sitting how difficult and then it might she's be. sitting there later in the in this part and just you know being a friendly person while everyone's just shit talking her right next to her and it's like yeah uh it, well, let's make fun of sometimes, her for being mature and some, adult. Yeah, like sometimes like like it's like there's like fair shots to take at Sheena and it's funny. But does it have to be everything? But, every shot. But yeah, like but this like I really think they're missing the mark on, Very on this that like that we think it's funny that she's freezing her eggs because I it's like I think it's cool that she's showing it. They haven't talked about it positively at all. And it's like making me question like who's producing this show yeah. that is that making has, fun of women yeah, freezing their making eggs. Fr- yes. It's like an attack on women. Yeah. It really it's is. Disgusting. Okay. So then um Yes, let's And it's let's, encouraging guys to be like, <laughs> she's so like, oh, she's gonna freeze your eggs because the way they portray it, like, oh, she's clingy, she's desperate, she's it's like you, you're just making pe- you're giving it such a negative spin when it's like a positive thing, and you're it's shaming. Taking, yeah, it's like shaming taking, her. Um, like oh, like when they should be praising her of your life, but like she's yeah. planning her life how she wants, and like that is our right to do. It is our when right it, to choose when we want to have a baby and yeah. how. Maybe and, if everyone planned a little bit more, the world would be a little bit better place. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, it, it it's it's like, yeah. why do you have insurance? That's so weird. Like, why would you do that? Like, who yeah. cares about your future? I mean, just <laughs> yeah, it's it's just bizarre. Like, yeah. it's it's like, do you laugh at that? That's be like me cracking up about it. like <laughs> no. insurance. Yeah, they're really missing the mark. You know how like back in the seventies, like all I mean, you don't, but Chad will. <laughs> your parents were like, there's some shows like they would never air today like Archie Bunker all in the family some of the stuff they said you could never air that today right but it's like this is how these editors it's like they're in a different time where you can't do this shit anymore like you can't say like portray something like this that way not that it was ever funny but it's just you know how times have changed and like things that were just even on tv 10 years ago aren't on now yeah like but i like imagine let's just say i don't know why i'm spending so much time on this right now but it bothered me imagine let's say that stassi's freezing her eggs mm -hmm. how much time do you think we would spend on her symptoms of of the hormones that she has to take to get these eggs or or the fact that she's not drinking. There'd be a trillion yeah. jokes yelling about about, it. You don't have to do this. It's you not fair. You don't know, do you know how many shots I had to take or, yeah. you know, like everything that it entails. You're not going to drink because I'm not drinking. There definitely wouldn't be a montage of her saying, freezing my eggs, freezing my eggs, freezing my eggs. No. And then like, that's all that's said about it. Right. Anyways. Um, she'd be a positive role model for, for women. <laughs> Anyways. I and then really quick before we get into like the best part of this scene, um, James is not at the birthday party. So they do a shot of him like what he's doing at home and he's playing a virtual reality <laughs> game, which they love to show on this TV show. Like Stassi and Bo are always like, you know, I would just put him in a scene. How about that? <sighs> so um, the song. They, yes, the song. So it was like literally like I love that he said acknowledged what we're all completely forget forbidden to talk about or ever bring up is literally in the song choice. Like those words, like we've been through it. Oh, this happened, but looks like we're going to pull through. Like, I just thought it was really funny. And, uh, he's just like, it was perfect. So that was a, a bow moment. I appreciated and enjoyed. I also, if I was Brittany, Jack's I probably doesn't even care like Stassi said but um if I heard Jack's Bo and Schwartz talking about my song like my first dance song and I heard Schwartz say it's perfect for them leave it alone it's perfect for them like that's like that's not a nice thing to like that I, I don't know if I'd be I'd be like uh, it's per why is it perfect for us yeah. you know like <laughs> What was what was Katie and Tom's song again? There's was something ridiculous. I feel like I can't remember it right Is now. It Africa. I just put her <laughs> down the rains down and out. You know how they always sing that. Yeah. Well, well if with, you go back. Yeah. I don't know why someone will probably message us and know. <laughs> yeah. Um. One, one of Katie's fans. Oh wait. Now I like how someone anyone, someone anyone. mentioned that they thought that this was a bowling alley, but it was actually batting cages, which was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. I've never seen that. I mean, the batting cages we have around here are like outdoor and whatever, so that was cool. Um, I loved when Kristen was in the batting cage and Ariana was like cheering her on yeah. and said that she would like totally buy a baseball card of her and like <laughs> laminate it and put it in a case. Like I could totally picture yeah. that. Um, you know what I want to do for my birthday, but I think it's going to be too cold. I want to do one of those jet things. And 
have you seen Julia said she used to see him at Newport all the time but like, yeah they have him in Newport for sure but I googled it and all I could find was San Diego which is fine but I think it'll be too cold yeah maybe they I'll ask my brother ask your brother yeah okay um it just reminded me of like bowling because we were talking about going bowling maybe yeah um so Lala tells Brittany to get off her phone Stop looking at these troll comments. She's like, I can't help it. Why is everyone so mean? They're talking about my princess party. I really liked it. And then it spills spills over into the pastor problem and all of that. And then, meanwhile, Sandoval brings it up to Jax. And he's like, nope, nope. I was like, what are you talking about? Lance Bass was my preacher. He's like, Jax, you know what the fuck he's talking about? And then, nope, nope. It's not going to happen. What do you think? Okay, so... Everything kind of erupts in this moment and tensions are running high. But Brittany keeps saying, she says it like a couple of times. She's like, Sandoval, you don't know what I've been through. Do you think that we maybe don't know what she's been through? Do you think she's talking about the hate that she's received? Or do you think she's like even going all the way back to like when people were saying that her mother was homophobic? Like mm-hmm. um, she has been through this before. Yeah. Because she went through it with her mom. As has all of the cast members. Yeah. So he does know what she's been through because they've all been through it. Um, yeah, but I, I was just, once again, like I just, I couldn't believe how they were all letting Brittany be the victim. Now, I tried to put myself in like this situation, like to say I had this pastor that like I had dreamt of my whole life to be, to marry me or whatever. You know, a bunch of old tweets came out to where, like, I absolutely could not use him. Like, would that rock my entire day? Would that ruin, like, the vision that I had for my wedding? I don't, I don't, maybe I don't put that much much value on, like, the preacher. Or, like, maybe she thought he was going to put on, like, this great show. And that's, like, how, or she'd been to a wedding that she just loved, like, the feeling that she got from the ceremony. Hmm. But for me... It wouldn't like rock the foundation of my wedding. Like no. I would just say, be like, okay, like let me replace it. So I'm just like, what has she been through? Just like maybe like all the focus being on her or she didn't want anyone to say anything bad about her wedding. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like the the one time Andy Cohen like gave you a free fucking pass when he, he brought it up and she's like, uh, I talked to him. He, he said he's not like that. And he's like, fair enough. It's like, oh, way to really go in on those hard questions, Andy. Yeah. Like he he gave her a free pass. She was But then oh. but then everyone clapped for her. Like the cast was all like, great, like good job, Brittany. You handled it. You Remember got it, girl. When you said cuz we did notice Ariana's expression um and you and we both noticed Stassi kind of give her the side eye like step in line, Ariana. Yes, yes. So that was fun to see that again. And then someone pointed out about Sheena like looking instead of looking back at Brittany like they were all she was looking at Ariana because she knew Ariana was struggling with that yeah which was cool to see like in that freeze frame I was like oh there's and what's really going on right again, now Again, like I like if I'm just so like I'm glad it's included because mm-hmm. like to rewrite the whole story like when we're seeing something different like it's I, I appreciate that they put and that in there. And how could you still stick with that? I only ever saw one comment. It's like, we all, okay, none of us are invested. Like, it's your wedding. Wouldn't you know the most? And we all, like Sandoval kept saying, we all saw many, many, 
many comments. It was all I don't, over. I, don't, I also don't think she would have had that emotional response to that caller had she not known exactly what they were talking about. That, what, that mm-hmm. wasn't a, a scripture verse that she read. Yeah. Because I, I'm pretty sure she probably would have like stood behind that. But it, she knew exactly. Yeah. That's why she was so emotionally charged. That's why the girls applauded that way. They were standing behind her and supporting her. Yeah. No, she knew. She saw it. And like Sinwell said, he's like, not only were they all over the internet, but they were tagged. Like none of us were tagged and we all saw it. Well, and it, it's also, I'm, I was looking through Jax's tweets and, um, and like kind of seeing like the, you know, like, what is, what's he mad about, right? Like, what is his stance? Like, what is he saying? And a lot of the tweets that he's liking and retweeting is, um, people are saying, it's your choice who marries you. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's your wedding. Like, it's your choice, which is absolutely true. Um, but then someone was like, no, it's not his choice. Lisa's his boss. And like, if she says that he can't, you know, have that pastor, then that's it. And he's like, she's not the boss of me. I've, I deserve this. After eight seasons, I think I deserve to make my own decisions. Like he's like, he's going off. I mean, I, I will somewhat agree with him. Like, no, I don't think Lisa should be able to dictate who is his pastor. I mean, yeah, yeah I guess it's, she's an executive producer and it's her television show. So, that would be Lisa's then prerogative to say, we're not going to air this wedding. So there you go. That's her choice. But of course she doesn't, she can't choose who your pastor is going to be. So I agree with them there. Yes. But it's more of like, you know, you're on this show. If you want to stay on this show that aligns itself completely the other direction of what you're supporting, then you can make that choice. hundred percent. Yeah. So someone, someone tweeted, they're like, I get everyone's concern with who is officiating their wedding, but this is Jackson, Brittany's big day. I truly believe they will take care of it or do what's right for them. Um, and then Jack's responded and he said, we did. It's our wedding. It's our choice. Period. Cross emoji, heart emoji. I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. We did what was right for Brittany and I. What Tom did was wrong. Again, just like Stassi's party, he had no tact. That's the last I'll say about this. Then he said like a trillion other things about it. <laughs> yeah, he was like, and then he was ripping on Sandoval. Like what a bad friend he is. Like he makes fun of Schwartz and insults him he's a terrible friend it's like uh, oh because you're and then katie weighed in did you see katie's ridiculous tweets no so katie was like listen we were all appalled in all um caps Mm -hmm. and spelled wrong too by the pastor's post he put out there's no ifs ands or buts about that it was jack's and britney's wedding after all and you don't put your friends on trial two weeks before their wedding Ultimately, they made the best choice for them, all caps, and their, all caps, wedding. (laughs) Um, And then someone responded, uh, Bravo Judge responded back and said, what about your friends in the LGBTQ community? So you only stand up for them when it's polite? If they would have fired him in December when they first found out, that would be different. But they didn't. It's their, all in caps, fault Mm -hmm. on the timing of all this. Yeah. And then true. and then Katie responded back, I stand up for my brothers and sister in their LBGQT LBGTQ community every day. It wasn't up to me to fire their pastor. <laughs> but they didn't say that. No. They weren't pointing fingers at you, Katie. But like Jeez. Yeah, like <laughs> She's like standing up for Britney and Jax, but then at the same time not. Yeah. Right. It's like, which which is it? Yeah. 
Um, well, a little comic relief during this whole thing when, you know, everyone's just screaming at at and about Sandoval. Christian's like with her like 1970s glasses, like, what, what, what? is this about James? Is this about James? Because James couldn't come to the party. Like she so wanted it to be about James. And he's like, no, Christian, it's about our pastor. Oh, it's not about James? Because, well, you know, she just is ready to go in. And uh, I love that. She's still obsessing with James. She still was, too, on Danny's podcast. She was like... She still can't even talk about him. Yeah. She's... Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love it. It's so What the hell did fresh. he do to you? It's crazy. Um, So, Brittany is just still losing her shit. Like, um, Tom is, like, trying to, like explain he's like listen listen like i can't i can't have questions he's like i was just wondering like why you guys waited until and she's like i did fire him i fought you know it's like wait so like you ruthlessly fired him like how do you fire someone fires you just change yeah you change pastors yeah fire fire. like it's like whoa because you don't really pay an officiant like you usually will give them it's they don't charge but you give them like a courtesy, like for their travel or their time, like a hundred bucks or yeah, 200 bucks. Yeah. It's like, it's not a job he's like fired from. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> he's like, no, I need that hundred dollars. Um, yeah. She just loses it. I love Ariana making fun of, like we said before, the high pitch. She's like, I knew this was going to be all this high pitch. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Um, Brittany also like gets very violent and said like that she hopes that Jack's um knocks yeah um sandoval out and if he doesn't she will yeah i'm a good christian woman i'm like i want him to knock him the fuck out i will god i just wanted to go back really quickly to when stassi made her reference to the game of thrones thing um i loved how sandoval was like what are you talking about yeah um because it was like it was it's it's like when someone tries to plan a joke and it just like the timing is that's off. her stick talking about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. It's her um, brand. But Jon Snow, like his character is like honorable above all. Like mm-hmm. he always is like doing the right thing, even if it means hurting himself, hurting others. So like, it's not really an insult. <laughs> well, and um, he's the one who actually ends up killing Khaleesi. You know, the the um stassi character yeah <laughs> in the end i don't know i just thought it was funny um that she brought that, that that's up a, that's and, a funny parallel <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you stassi for that yeah <laughs> this is what we'll be looking forward to in next season yeah sandoval bringing you down well that was about it i mean I, it's weird because now Brittany's like he doesn't deserve to be in the wedding i don't want him in the wedding jack is like that's it he's out he's, he's out so what like miraculously changes in two weeks i'm sure he's gonna that tom is gonna come to him and say listen i didn't mean to you know offend you but like this was i'm sure they're gonna sit down and, and pound that out a little bit yeah but the tension has not left because i mean that just that was a lot yeah. Well, it deserved to be a lot. I mean, those tweets were a lot. I just can't but like we're already like pretty deep into the season. Like yeah. it's it's going really fast and um yeah. Oh, like very mixed reviews on this season so far from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um 
I I really liked this episode. I thought it was really put together well. And overall, like it, uh, this was a great setup episode to just foreshadowing the wedding. Yeah. It has me excited for the wedding. Like, I wonder what they're going to say, like what other things are going to pop up. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll be back. Thanks for um, hanging on this long. As always, you can call and leave us a voicemail. If you'd like us to play it, we shall. 805-VANDER8. Follow Vanderpump Rules Party on Instagram. Follow VPR Party Podcast on Twitter. Follow Pumpers Nation on both. And we appreciate it. We can, if you want us to follow you back, we'll maybe do some quizzes, polls. Obviously, join the private Facebook group. That's where everything pops off and lots of intel. And you'll see some videos and pictures Holly and I posted from our See You Next Tuesday last night. Um, so yeah, Vanderpump Rules Party on Facebook. Yeah, boy. Cool. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.